You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 2, Episode 3. This is our first Wednesday episode. Um, we announced it a couple weeks ago that this would be coming, and look, we weren't lying. And it's lo real. and behold, it did come true. Uh, there are a couple differences between this Wednesday game and the Thursday game. Uh, Wednesday is, first of all, I think the biggest difference is that it is run by Kalen. Kalen is the game master for Wednesdays. I am the game master for Thursdays. And... Um, so there you have it. We are also playing in a different setting, or a different, not different setting. We are playing in a different uh, rule set, which is we're using a Dungeon World, which is a relatively new tabletop role-playing game that was kickstarted. It's based on Apocalypse World, um, and it's really awesome and different and pretty innovative in its rules. And uh, we're going to kind of totally get totally different. We're going to get a primer on it today as we make characters mm-hmm. and such. Um, and. Step what one, else is there? Create characters. Oh, and for those who don't know, although I did just explain it, this game, the Wednesday storyline, is a separate storyline from the Thursday games. However, it's in the same campaign world, and it is happening there simultaneously. So, as much as two role-playing stories, you know, there are times where one will slow down because it's more focused in on action, but... For the most part, the two storylines are happening um, simultaneously in the world. And... Would you like some tea? Why is Kalen not explaining everything? It's not because Greg has control issues. I asked (laughs) Kalen... It's because Greg has control issues. I asked Kalen if she wanted to do this part of the show, and she said she would prefer to focus all of her energy on just doing the Game Master, and the part of... The, the actually the show part the, yeah. of Thursday nights the, she wanted to uh, like, um, leave to me so she wouldn't be you're distracted you're like the MC the and I'm the DM you're the GM that's right it's all about the branding I am the uh, you're, you're the brand. I'm the face I'm the face the I'm the face. voice of Thursday you're nights you're the brander uh, listen I needed to give you something if I took everything you would have been like I said that you were frothing at the mouth earlier and I think you might have you know, I said, man I actually spent all day while. mentally preparing for not, not do doing that. this, but uh, Kaylin said that you gave yourself a tiny, tiny uh, seizure doing that. But Elizabeth will keep saying this because I'm a control freak because well, she's an she ass. Says it like it is. Well, it's also true, but it's, whatever. It is. It's cool, man. That fact is also true. Facts tend to it be. It doesn't necess- It is not necessarily the driving fact for the shop. Um. So. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, all right. I, I think, uh, and I think that's it. I think it. you so ran out of stuff to say a while ago. Without further ado, I think we can just uh, get going. Yeah. Um, this you is... guys can uh, get the Dungeon World book for free, by the way. You uh, can. Uh, at the Dungeon World site. It's actually on GitHub. Uh, Dungeon World is an open source book. So you can you can download the source code for the book and uh, follow along. But uh, or you, or I you recommend can support your you go local games buy store. the PDF, which is the full formatted version that looks really nice, and it's uh, really cool. 
Man, this book would look so good. I'm pretty sign. sure the whole book is what's open source. Right. I'm almost positive. I don't know, man. There's a lot that is available, so I wouldn't be surprised. Alright. So, Dungeon World. It's different. It's different. It's new. It's exciting. It's, um, a lot of input's gonna happen from the players as well as the GMs, so you guys are going to be creating your own problems as well as me. Uh, they describe it as a bit of a conversation, so when I say, you know, such and such is happening, it's not going to be let's roll see what happens, it's going to be a kind of call-response thing, and we'll, you know, kind of balance it so that everyone has something to do in every moment, but it's all very fluid, the way that it moves. Um, fluid. Yes, yeah, well, it's kind of a, it's a back and forth, and that's what they say. And the rules are just kind of here to help shape the way that that conversation flows. It's still super orange. And we're kind of going to oh, learn as we go. I'm, I'm a huge fan of learning as we go, so when questions pop up, I will answer them. And if you need any further clarification on rules or what you should be doing, I will also help with that. So... Elizabeth is going to get her tea. Well, it's actually not my tea. My she's tea. going to get the hot water and, and produce tea for someone else. Tea! That one right is a little too blue. Because that's her skill. Actually, I actually think it looks pretty good. It's my one skill in the world! It's, it's a very special skill. It's an important skill. Uh, I thought they'd say something that is important. If possible, please support your friendly local game store. They I are important that. for the health of our hobbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are Who actually they are actually in between they're actually in between print runs right now, so your friendly local game store probably doesn't have the book. Ours did. Um, ours did at Free RPG Day. They got us copies in just for Free RPG Day, which was Thank you out. so much. Uh, yeah, it seems like without without the uh, FLG we might not have had this tonight. Yes, no, actually we, we would not have Cameron this, and I this discovered me to yeah, uh, we discovered the system at right turn Free here. RPG Day where uh, Gamescape North was running a table of Dungeon World, and we got an introduction to it. Were you there for that? really quite liked it. No, I was not. But you know who was? Paul. Lincoln's neighbor. Oh, interesting. That was surprising. It's just a conversation that nobody watching us knows what we're talking about, but... I don't know what we're talking about. You don't even know him? Oh. So... I'm just talking to myself. You guys are old hats as far as what do ability scores mean, what do modifiers mean, so we don't really need to worry too much about that. Um, we've got one fighter, one paladin, and a what's-it over there. Technician. Who knows what he is. Yeah, so I'm actually talking to the Dungeon World guys about um, potentially designing uh, with their help designing some custom classes that fit our um, our universe and characters specifically. Yours might not need anything because the fighter might be perfect for what you want mm. anyway, but perhaps pretty solid. perhaps it will. Mine is the trickiest, um, so I'm, I'm actually going to be playing the technician. Do you already have stains on that sheet? Well, yeah. Man, you were dedicated. <laughs> you were ready. Thanks a lot. No, it's good. Oh, yeah. um, it, a clean sheet is an unused sheet, and that's just no good. So I'm playing the technician, which is actually from the Dungeon Planet book, which is um, a, a, supplement. a supplement, yeah. which is a sci-fi supplement, uh, although I'm going to be reskinning it um, pretty heavily because this is more sci-fi than I want for my character, um, or that or I can just, also or even fits the universe. Ah, that's excellent. Possible. Okay. No, that's good. You don't have to copy everything he does, though. No, I'm that's saying he bad. did it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't spill my tea. This was stained in tea. my car. Tea. Tea is fine. That's totally fine. Tea bag. I put, oh, well, you can put it on the thing, or you can just carry it into the kitchen, either one. The thing. The less Eric has to stand up, the better. I thought you just threw it on the floor. And I was like, oh my god, I'm just okay. Are you sure you don't want to play the barbarian? 
I'm not sure, to be honest. Not sure. And I don't think there is one, which makes me there especially is. unsure. There's There's a one. Yeah. I didn't see that. It was in the manual. Um, it's an it's a new one. There was a Kickstarter like level that they hit and they got the barbarian. So I played right. it. Damn I it. will vouch for it. It's amazing. Game changer. Um. So. Just saying, the background is quite repetitive, but it's not as bad as the ringing phone on Thursdays. Oh, don't worry, I've got some good repetitive <laughs> noises for you later. Ringing phone. Um, oh, we'll see. If we, we'll see if we get that far. Back. I want to get through this creation. Um, can I have a mechanical so, pencil in case I need one? Even though oh, my sword. now she wants. The I fucking hate pencils, pencils, but I may need you one. Me yeah. You can have a, one of these. Okay, go ahead and. Not a huge here, oh, I, have, I have more pencils here if you want one. Fuck. Oh, you gave it away already. That's <laughs> you can have lost. it if you want. I can use it. No, 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 no. No, take back. Your pencils are right there. Good, because we want to go back to a regular number two. Uh, how do you want us to go over who our characters are? Uh, well, it's kind of. I don't know who my character is. Create your character. Talk about your character as you're doing it. Yeah, but I, I, I don't have my character locked down yet, so I need help. I don't have oh, my sure. character name at all, because I don't know about. No hand naming no hand naming issues. Well, you know, you're lucky because I actually have a sheet of no hand names available. My name is Nahalada. Nahalada. Which I'll figure out you how to say. You gotta spell that because I gotta write that down. Just think about it. Well, I, I know how to spell it. It's just hard to say Nahalada. There you go. You really, you call her Nahala. Uh, Those are kind of ideas. Uh, so your character good. is named. I mean, can I just take this all as my name? There you go. Yeah. <coughs> but you said they don't always pronounce the actual apostrophe correct. Right. Yad. Strode. Nahala. Gotta avoid A's and D's. Nahala. Lean on that too heavily, Nahala. usually. Okay. Oh, There's an cool. apostrophe. You guys are giving me the good stuff. All right. So, got your name down, and, I'll, and we'll go back to that. Um, so, you want to put down your stats in these kind of boxes here, and then the modifier below it. To kind of, and it gives you kind of a hint of what you have available for you right there, and what the resulting modifier is. Way better. And you, you want to do what you're going to be doing the most of. If you're going to be a guy swinging a sword really hard, pick strength. If you're going to be quick or use dexterity. Well, I do know that the eight's going for wisdom, since she's derpy good. Derpy good wisdom. Like it. All right. And it, it just kind of flows naturally, so if you think you want to do a whole lot of defending, pick con. That'll Don't. also be really good for your uh, hit points as well. Now, your hit points are determined by the Constitution score. Plus ten? Plus ten. So don't Whoa. don't do just the modifier plus ten. You will be very squishy. I didn't actually hear what you said. Sorry. I um, was not paying attention. That's okay. You're doing your, you're doing your thing. I was talking to him because it's kind of important for him if he's going to be a defender. Um, your hit points are know determined my by be. your constitution score, not the modifier. I like max. Plus ten. So, so, keep, so I want this to be high if I want her to be, be really terrific. buff and easy to well, defend. You, you can take Bishop. some damage without crying. His name is Bishop. Yeah, it is. Bishop. Nice. It was listed as an example name for an android, and I'm like, that's my human name. <laughs> yeah, it's Cree Android. Bishop. All right. It's a nickname, but Nahala. He actually. He doesn't, yeah, sure. he doesn't even bring his real name His mystery over. name. It's the only name he ever has ever given anyone in this world, so yeah. it's his name. Plenty of people like that. So I there's like that. no need for his, uh, for in, his surname, for his birth name. It's completely no, pointless. It's, it's, it's never been less relevant than now. Yep. All 
Um, and him being a technician, he's going to go uh, primary stat on intelligence for sure. Pretty important. And you want to look at your alignment. Uh, your race is kind of locked down yeah. as human there, so that's, that's yeah. what you get. I can quirky change that later. But what here is evil? You can ask me that. I'm going to ask prepare you that. Your, prepare yourself. Do I, do I have you to prepare be, yourself. It may, be, it may be not what you expect. I hope, certainly hope not. <laughs> Well, you know, when you're doing um, custom character sheets, can you add an alignment expected. of Derpy Good? <laughs> Derpy Good? Yeah, just Derpy Good. Derpy Good will be there. Oh, Alright, thank you. That's what I expected. Um, yeah, I mean, expected. We're, all, we're all new to this, so we're going to make these characters with these classes, but then, um, then we're gonna kind when we know more about it, the game definitely encourages people creating their own classes, but you need to be a little more understanding the system, obviously, before you're designing mechanics for it, so um, it makes sense to just go with with pre-done classes oh, for now. Like I agree. Uh, so are you thinking, classes. um, you have some options with this so I have two Does it more matter the race? I can have a um, no. Pick elf. Elf? Can yeah. I have a, um, a basic moves cheat sheet? You have one. It's right I literally. Under. Oh, thank you. All right, so Can't signature weapon. Yep. You get Holy pick. shit, a flail? Dude, paladin quest is the best part of whatever, it. I played whatever a paladin from that list. Oh my god. Rock on. I know, it's a hard decision. I saw it, I'm Dude, like, I want to do quest. <laughs> I want to do lawful. It's a lot like Darla's That's all though. I want. Don't want to retread the same ground. Well, unless you like that ground a lot. He's going to go wisdom as number two. Smart. Strong and wise. What's his... Is we're going to have an, brain strong. An, an average pretty wise group, though. Charisma is his shitty one. You're maxi-wise, right? I'm min-wise. I'm derpy good. Oh, yeah. Whoa, she's she's eight. I'm wisdom. very smart. I'm intelligent, she's but I have strong. no wisdom. Well, I'm nine wiz, but that gives me like give me, gets me out of the negative range. Maybe we're gonna be pretty low wiz. No, she. I mean, I'm really thinking of like. <laughs> I, I describe her as the person who's like really high on the IQ list, but like doesn't know what to do. Floods with her apartment and decides she's just gonna live like that. Yeah. Because she just can't figure it out. Yeah. So. Uh, twelve and nine. So you can go twelve on his constitution. You have a name for me. Nine on his. Yoldo. Yoldo. Nice. Yoldo. <laughs> like YOLO. I like YOLO. You put it on your, your whatchamacallit, your little naming thing, and I'm like, huh, right there. Alright, YOLO. I'm Bishop. Bishop. How far it. would Reach be, really? Because she's got a hammer, but I want her to have a big-ass fucking hammer. Mm. Ooh, there's a, there's a modifier Reach? for huge. Yeah. I saw it on the fighter thing. You can make it huge, and it gets, like, vicious give you some other Reach. Stat. It's useful for an attack someone from several feet away, maybe as far as ten feet. That... That would work because they're tall, right? Um, well, they're about human size. Oh, really? Yeah, but oh, the, that no doesn't hate. mean the flail doesn't have a really long chain. No, no, no. She's got a hammer. Oh, a hammer, big hammer. Yeah. Scott maybe maybe it has the big keyword. My, my class is gonna have to be the most reskinned because. Yeah, dude. I'm just gonna let you do your thing. It's way more sci-fi than is appropriate. Yeah, man. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah. Everyone's gonna have a good time. So everyone chose a class. Everyone chose a race. Oh, enhancements. Got it. Huge. Add messy and forceful. There you go. Glows. Oh my god. Oh, you get enhancements for. See, I look. Yeah. And I think you have a limited number. Really unique. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Choose your name. Very clean. Isn't it? Isn't it nice? Yeah. How, like, it's really very clean. straightforward it is? Bonds. Are we going to do the bond thing? Yeah, we're going to do the bond thing. Cool. I guess you have Can to. Can I have a serrated edge hammer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's sounds, amazing. Of course you do. It sounds communist. A huge serrated edge hammer. Oh, dear God, it's a meat tenderizer. <laughs> yes. uh, it's getting off the gears of war. Amazing. That's why it's so messy. Right now. <laughs> 
All right. I'd like a chainsaw on this popsicle. <laughs> uh, after you've done all that, choose your look. Choose what you look like. There are some suggestions, but a lot of those require right human, human qualities. So. Right in the middle between gray and green. Speckled, but not so speckled. Not so speckled. You guys actually have, right see, you guys have good thoughts of how your character is. Fish was awesome, man. Don't be down on yourself. No hand. Get well, out the only got awesome got thing is his name. Glowy hair. That's a great start. They've got these huge but it, but the other, blackish yeah. Them out more. Like yeah. blacked out eyes. Choose an awesome. Just start with one But the one other brick. race would be the one to be more likely to actually build a hammer. Mm, yeah. Depends. depends. I mean, if you got this through means not created via the Nohain. That's always a possibility. I'm going to use the quick GM characters thing for inspiration. And as long as it has material purity, it doesn't matter that's a hammer. It's not a mechanical hammer. Uh, didn't you awesome. say you could get this at GitHub? GitHub. Yeah, it's... um. They have it on GitHub. I believe it's linked from DungeonWorld.com. So where am I supposed to find... Where am I supposed to write down what I look like? You won't be able to find it at GitHub.com. Um, you can just kind of mark Google it for... up here if you want. If you like that, Sanguinous. circle something. If you don't, just make a little mark. Sanguinous. Sanguinous. Do you have any cheat sheets of what your overview was for the no hand? Of what um, they look like? Oh, this is huge. Alright, describe it again. Okay, so imagine something They're, about a person size. And this is this size. is new to them because they uh they know nothing something, about the no something hands about somewhere. person size. They're oh a little more on the lean, wiry side typically, Red, although they have insect-like legs. Oh yeah, like um this guy, kind yeah, backwardsy facing leg. I got, I brought these they, guys. They out basically they have an extra no joint in their leg. I'll get some guys for Bishop. Which kind of gives them that little kind of weird insectoid look. They have vestigial wings. They can be fairly large, but they don't provide any flight. They're more of a Hedging. expression no, mechanism. Right. Kind of think, think dragonfly or fly, regular fly. Yep. If you're not. And uh, kind of large, not like little, you know, little gray men large, but still fairly large, almond-shaped, black, completely black eyes. That doesn't really change much from no hand to no hand. And they have uh, otherwise pretty normal human features, and um, kind of these uh, flecks of chitin all over their body. That's okay. kind of almost identifying. In What's a way. that color of skin? There we go. Oh, a range between blue and green. Oh, no, there Got it. Is. Cool. Depending on which Fish way up. you go. Is there anything distinctive that I have to limit hair to? Uh, color-wise, no. Or a much more impoverished bishop. Probably the only thing you're not going to see is like a black light effect. Yeah. Oh. Something, something UV. You're probably not going to get a UV light, but because this uh, this hair of theirs is like really really narrow, fine filament that's actually filled with a uh, enzyme that is very similar to a firefly. So it's got that kind of weird. Glowy effect. Casting light spell, you just go. Cast light spell, you just go shake your head a little bit. It makes it actually kind of hard to stealth unless you cover that up, though, so. Yeah. Something to think about. You have to, quote unquote, shake it like a Polaroid picture. So yeah, while they're I great have, at raves, though. While right. I have my character concept, this isn't helping. While I have my character concept for, like, what he's good at and his yeah. specialties, oh, I cool. have been. Vicious. I have been just combing my brain. For, maybe that's your problem. Well, you maybe, you can go, maybe you can go off the... Pick my brain for personality. I have, I have no personality. Check it out. Go, maybe go this way. Start. I'm not normally a player. <laughs> She's having such Don't a bad day. It. Relax. All my best NPCs. You had so many design. weeks. I, and I've been talking about it for Those aren't technically yours, but 
we're not gonna split hairs here. Look, what about how, how is he gonna? Re- how did he react when he first showed up here? Because maybe like his reaction to this place well, would give you like an, an insight as to like what his character was, is. Like, did he like? Let's, let's put a pin in that. Okay, well, let's put a pin in that. But you're let's thinking put about a pin it. In that. But you can certainly. But how would he react? That's what I need to know. Like, oh. what what is? Well, we're, look look to his uh, look to what you've given him here. How would this react? To like, how wise is I he? I mean, how did, so he's was he's he at a, a Chevy dealer? He's a. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's a technician, straight up right. technician. He's working a job that's way below his skill level. He's doing like a, a, a maybe not, but he's 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 doing a job for like a for for a. Oh. Why is that? Why, why is he below his level? Is he too too afraid to kind of like, or is, or is he like care enough? Let's see. He's 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 like he's a tinkerer, right? He's a technician. He like builds things. He creates. Maybe if if he were in like a if he were in like a, a, a maybe this might help actually so if if he were in a zombie yeah. world yeah this might just be because I've been playing The Last of Us but if he were he in a zombie guy. world he would be the kind of guy that's like creating like traps and explosives and he'd be he'd be not not guy. paranoid but like but he wouldn't hang out with other people either so right. he'd be a loner in in that particular situation so I'm trying to apply that to not that setting so not as crazy and, right. and not, but I, I want him to be more but he's not good a, would he's you not say he's an adaptable people. kind of guy or, or does he have a harder time adjusting to change I would say he's always felt disconnected from the world he's in that's why he's got this sort of job like he's never had the so he, he he goes and punches the clock so he can have as much time of his own free time in other words he checks the box of work and then comes home and then yeah that's it's like a life. nine to five that's not a sort of life. job where he has to get called in for extra time not something that requires like too much of his own so when mental he crossed work. over part of him is like holy shit what's going on but part of him is like I never have to go back to that job all my time is now my own and I'll live and die by it yeah, so he's like, he's he's like a little bit excited by it, excited, excited by, by that. But also, you know, fearful. after 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 the the shock wears down. Like here's like the big question: Is he good at caring for himself? Like, is he the guy that like his apartment looks like shit? There's never food in the fridge because his, his his hobbies consume him, or is he like someone who's like a responsible adult? Like, you know, goes to the doctor when he needs to, goes to the dentist, but then like again, everything that's everything that can be considered like superfluous, he's like goes into his tinkering. So, because What's the first option? First option is like completely terrible at caring for himself, like messy apartment, you know, no food in the fridge, like hygiene is questionable, like his, his, his like soft like full of like paychecks from work. Like that's gotta be no, it's gotta be more like that. The, it's gotta be more crash. like that. So, Not a crazy person. It doesn't come across as crazy, but it does just come across as someone that doesn't. He doesn't like fit into. The, the you know someone comes over and they're just like they just don't like he being engage, with him. He didn't when was the last time the, someone the was actually over the world his order? House. Oh, but nobody comes to his house. Nobody comes to his. Yeah. He, no friends. He doesn't eat lunch with anyone. No, 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 no. But not because he's sad and pathetic, but just that's not an interest of his to be social. So I imagine. Yeah, like when in he fact, gets here survival instincts for the first time kick up again because it's so easy to survive in our world. You have to put no effort in to actually get the calories you need and the sleep. You yeah, need. in fact, so he's, he's he's probably experiencing a lot of new feelings. So he's like, like in, the, in the in 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 the old world on Earth. He like. He didn't even eat normal food. Yeah. He like he he created a home concoction of like just like a smoothie that he eats three Soylent. times a day. Exactly, Soylent. That's what I'm getting inspiration from. Yeah. He's like totally in on that. Like he has his own yeah. DIY like nutritional 
he has mass. A scale. That's, and yeah, he has a scale, and he just prepares it every day because it's again like kind of the the fun of eating. Yeah. Like it's a very social thing. Completely non instrument. It just takes time away from him. So he's, he, he's, he's figured out something that he can. Food. Yeah, he brought tinkering to food. He right. he, he even built he, he built like an like a kind of MacGyvered everything he does is kind of MacGyvered, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he built his own machine that basically measures it out for him every day and like makes it. Okay. So it's just so like he wakes up and he just like, takes a shit. Sounds like you've so got a pretty good idea of that. Thinks um, is like extraneous. He just doesn't. Just doesn't. Do he just automates. Yeah, he figures out a way to like use technology yeah, right. to make him not have to worry about it anymore. And, and it comes across as uh, eccentric and also but antisocial to other people. Because he's like, he doesn't, it almost doesn't register to him that, that it's like weird that he's drinking this weird goo shake at work. And other people are like, you know, if he works at a, he works at a factory, Does so other people are like weird? bringing bad lunches they're eating in a cafeteria or whatever, and he's just staying in he's his looking down office. Looking and, yeah, he's Greg, just weird. D- does, does Bishop not care or does he not realize that it's weird got it like I don't want it to go too far because people are saying it sounds like like a little bit of autism there which I would agree is kind of what I'm describing I kind of don't want to officially say that that's what it is because I don't have a fair enough grasp of that and I don't want to make a commentary on that so I'm going to say that he he completely recognizes maybe a little spurgy he completely recognizes that it's uh, that it's abnormal but it's just it uh, completely fails to register for him to care. He's just yeah. kind of like, so he's I don't the, care. More what the, people so, think about the, the sociopath level. More, yeah, yeah. There's like a little. Well, check bit it of out. A... Maybe you can play this angle. There's been really no one in his life, either friends or other. You know, working at a factory, just surrounded by factory workers. Nothing against them, but you're just not going to be around a lot of people that may really engage. If you worked at like, you know, a firm, maybe you'd meet some people that would be a little more stimulating. The, so there are like, there are people in the world that he could. That he yeah, could so maybe circumstances. He circumstances as well yeah. as his own interests have like isolated. I'm getting Wallace, Wallace and Gromit and Pee Wee Herman. I'm thinking, yeah, on the more silly side of the spectrum, uh, it's actually kind of the same deal. Yeah, you, okay, they're very yeah, much I'm living in their that. own world. I'm seeing that living in their own world, doing his and own thing, and happy as hell being there. You know, yeah, and he's not. Yeah, he's not an unhappy person at all. Okay. Like he likes what he's doing, and he just so, doesn't find any satisfaction in, you know, hanging out yeah. in the cafeteria just for the sake of it. Because, and I think partially it's because he believes, and he's correct, that he's smarter than those guys. Yeah. But then he takes that to being, to just be like, well, I don't play much. That's kind of an awesome foil to mine, which is, again, very intelligent and kind of unable to live life, but in a more frazzled sense, because she is in a community. She is, and, and they're definitely more community-based. Um, does anyone have kind of an idea of what they look like yet? Is there someone who wants to, to chime in a bit on that? Well, yeah. do we want to? I mean, has I mean, there been an be, introduction of me, the races? Um, yeah, all? I kind of talked a little bit about what the Nohane look like uh, in general. Yeah, good. And you're kind of the most in general type of Nohane there I'm is. In general. So you're bluish, greenish, tallish, shortish. That's right. Speckless, not speckleish. Speckless, not speckleish. Hard, but not too hard of Kaiten. Just that, that kind of like firm Kaiten. Average Joe. Okay, give me, give me some more. Uh, I mean, the, what's he like? What's his what's his I life mean, philosophy? His, again, like mannerisms. I think this is actually what may contribute to us kind of eventually connecting with our friend here. I just, they, despite the extreme kind of personality characteristics of the Nohane, 
he doesn't. I mean, their their expressions and their their language isn't isn't like a fluid language. It's a lot. I, I picture it kind of like the uh, the prawns from District Nine a little bit. Okay. So I kind of like some clicking, some squeaking, like a lot, not like a really not an extremely like flexible oral. You know, organ. They, they were an inspiration when we ah. Well, there we go, full circle. So I, I see some of that, and then of course we've talked about kind of like the the uh, atrophied, you know, wings as kind of a communication device. Mm-hmm. There's oh, that, I forgot about that some some facial expression, but like again, we're not talking about like eyebrows and like you know like that. You know, yeah. more kind of like whatever it's different subtler. different movement, different kind of moving pieces on the face. So I just think the fact that there's just not a lot of like forced visual communication between uh, the races actually kind of like helps keep things pretty basic on both sides and which is good because right Yoldo, Otherwise you would get Yoldo who is of uh, who is of average intelligence and average wisdom uh, doesn't really isn't isn't a heavy on rational thought think kind of deals in things that are more clear-cut deals in, in, in ideas that are simple, uh, you know, is is a, a soldier, is, is a protector, and has made a lot of the, and has, in his own mind, and it's not like this is necessarily like a conscious thought, but in, in his own kind of existence, in this current state, has made a lot of the, uh, made all the important choices as an adult Nohane that he's going to make. Not, 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 a care, not, a, not a person who considers himself in any sort of significant development. Um, Hashtag arrived. There you go. Some, <laughs> some things to keep in mind, and there's your name. Okay, thank you. All right, Bishop? Thoughts? I just went over the whole thing, right? What you look like. <laughs> oh, what I look like? Yeah. Oh, okay, so, well... Indian. Should I describe how he looks like now in 2013, or how he looked like before? Give me now. Yeah. Now in 2013? Yeah. Okay. So he's, um... God, I have no idea. Okay, so he's got, (laughs) he's got, like, longer hair that's, uh, that's, like, unkempt, right? So he's, he's in a world where, I mean, he... Go Again, s- stuff that stuff that isn't like important to him, he either figures out how to automate it or he just doesn't care about it. And so things like keeping his hair like well kept. So he'd have like wild hair as Tom as Hanks the and uh, Castaway. Um, Not quite that bad because he can groom. Yeah, um, but 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 like in that direction. Yeah, but in that direction. So like you know he doesn't. So so he's got that kind of that kind of wild man hair. He keeps his beard trimmed, but not finely trimmed, just because it gets in the way otherwise. And so he, you know he just practically like trimmed. he he just practically like cuts it, but he's not worried about like keeping it perfect or anything. He's oh, not geez. surrounded by other humans, so therefore he. Like his physical appearance is already so alien that he does. There's not really he gets a, away with a lot. The different people will react to him the exact same if he's clean shaven, scraggly, like trimmed, or completely letting it grow out. There will be no difference in how anyone around because there's typically so few humans. It doesn't matter. Reacts to him, and, and and specifically in his situation, he just so yeah. And um, and then as far as just his general build, I'd say he's um, he's actually like he's. You, he's um, he's like a fit guy, like someone who 
has to run around physically and a guy that maybe sometimes has to like hunt for his own food. So he's, you know, he's like average build and although his stats don't reflect it, actually decently, but he's, you know, he's average build, you know, and he's, he's toned, but, uh, but not like, he's not buff, but he's, but in this, mainly it's just because of his circumstances. He's, he's physically fit. He's athletic without being, um, without, you know, keeping himself strong because he doesn't typically need to use his strength. He needs to use his strength to survive, but he doesn't use it in combat. So, Nahala is uh, very green in the greenish complexion. She's also uh, shorter in statue on the spectrum of the scale. Um, but she's she makes up for that for uh, in a lot of ways. She's a very fierce uh, fighter. Like, think like, like boxer or like MMA. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that's how she looks. Yeah. So, she's, she's wired and muscly. She's got really dark red hair, almost like a blackish, purplish red kind of thing. Um, and she just keeps it in, uh, like, a French braid, like, off to the side, just out of the way, given the whole proclivity to physical endeavors, and she needs it out of the way. Um, I'd say that, like, everything about her, like, she's got a very hard, angular face, jaw, like, her eyes Is that are, attractive again, or unattractive? It really depends. <laughs> I mean, when you look at her, she's got, like, the thin mouth. Sure, she's got, like, large eyes that still have the innocent look, but yeah. they're in a face that's just, like, almost just all angles. Might, like, fuck you up. Yeah, and she's she's like, one Aww. of those... She's one of those women that's not, like, she's not a bodybuilder, but she's kind of scary. Like, if you look Rock at her, you're like, you're like, maybe if you, like, chilled a little bit more, that would soften up and be not like you're gonna break have a, me. Have a pretzel every once in a while. Treat yourself. Yeah. Um, and also, because she has wings, they're, like, the only soft curve on her, which is, like, she's got eyes and wings that it's clearly, like, these are the Gone. features that, like, you definitely can't sharpen. So, there's that. Somehow, she'll find a way. And, um, you know, she... She also carries around a very ornate um, giant serrated hammer that she got from the other race, which is a bit of an oddity. Um, it's a Hedgian hammer? Yes. Um, and that's that's a bit odd. And she is not, as I said, she's very intelligent, but perhaps not... not she's book smart and not people or life smart. That's a great way to describe her. Okay. And she is poor at magic even though she is very intelligent which is yeah. compensated by clearly Angles. her taking up she's her compensating for something yeah she's definitely compensating <laughs> with the the physical strength that's funny tell, tell me more about this hammer I, I, where'd she get this thing she take it off the corpse of someone she pummeled or did she find it in a rock she came home with it one day when she was um she's still pretty young so she's like you know like a young adult. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she was in her like older teenage years, uh, she came home from one day, like somewhere between her her gym and home, she had it. So it's kind of a mystery. And it wasn't like bloody or anything. So, okay. and you know, she won't really talk about it. And because, I mean, she fits in all right with the community, but there's a lot of weirdness, and she's definitely looked down upon because she can't. She hangs figure, out with Yelda. She can't figure out. About it. Yeah, the magic thing that much. Um, and so, you know, people can ask or even heckle, and it's not like it's really going to affect her. Um, so they're not really sure if 
she got it from someone, which would be taboo, or she killed someone for it, or she found so it, bad. which would be sort of lame. <laughs> okay. Let's see. So. Oh, and Bishop carries a compound bow on him. Compound bow. Compound bow. Ooh, that's right. Made of. Is this a bow he found? Did he make it? Uh, yeah, he he basically, uh, you know, in his first in his first several years here, that's like all of them. In his first few years here, um, he he basically he figured out how to how to build a compound bow out of materials that um, that would not offend the Nohain, which took quite some time. You know, he he can he can combine he, he can combine materials together so not so long as he's not creating you know. Um, actual alloy materials so he figures out how to get like the strongest natural uh, uh, metal that can be made into a cable but as long as it's a natural well, metal there's a terminology it's called QOUR Q-O-U-R and that's the purity of an element or a, a kind of a an item and that that kind of value is it has like a couple different axes one is just the material itself and the other thing is the other is the amount of elements that that compose it and so you know the the core of items that it seems like bishop is making are definitely often very pure materials you know using science that we don't understand you can maybe get some better materials but yeah, so the he, amount of items he are, spent are a lot. time figuring out how cuz like yeah. he can you know he, he was able to find engineering manuals and such which is a passion of his collecting these and he found Oh, right. I, I actually brought a charger, so... Cool. I don't know how we're going to stretch it, though. Yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll take a break when this okay, thing cool. out, and we'll, um, we'll deal with it then. So, yeah, so, you know, spending time figuring out the materials with the best core for this um, for this compound bow, he found, you know, engineering manuals of how... Because compound bows, they're... they're they're complicated. They're fairly modern science. Yes. They're um, they're very much outside. They're, they're higher than the tech level of, of the Nohain or the um, or the Hegian before humans came. And so you know it's it's a it is a it's a thing. But to create it without you know metal alloys and plastics and and that kind of stuff took quite some time to figure out. So he's like, there's some of the strongest but most flexible wood in there and like natural metal. I personally don't know much about engineering, so I'm not going to describe what it's actually made out of. But, Imagine, uh, but it took him years. Probably to put on a little muscle himself, just yeah, living in a bit of a more primitive world. Um, don't imagine you got to the gym too many times in the factory. Oh yeah, that's why I was saying like he's like he's like him? athletic. That was the word I was looking for. He's like lean. athletically fit. He's Wired. lean. Um, he wasn't before just because he was able to use machines to do any like heavy lifting or things. Now he has to do a lot of stuff by hand, and so just by necessity. So he's... how do how do Yildo and uh, Nahala feel about him making stuff? It's, well, it's a very hedgy and activity. Yoldo, Yoldo definitely, again, he's set, set in his ways, very clear-cut in his mind how, you know, where, where most choices and most activities kind of fall uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, no hate perception. Now, granted, life on the front, you know, close to the, the Hedgian border, uh, there's a little bit of a different norm than kind of, you know, there's downtown city no hate. <laughs> However, uh, Yolo feels like he, he understands exactly how things should be, and is the type of guy that will just very clearly kind of stay his opinion without really kind of like not wanting to tread. He, 
awkwardness, any sort of kind of like hurt feelings. These don't even really apply, like show up on his radar. At the same time, he's not at all someone who's like really going to impose his 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 decision on other people, which is kind of something that makes it work for him and the other people. So he'll like disapprove. He'll say, you know, he'll tell you like that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. And may even go as far to say like this is going to be the consequence if you keep doing it. Not necessarily like my, what I'm going to do, but like what will inevitably happen as you kind of displease the the culture and the uh, environment. Um, but like again, what, you, isn't the guy that's usually enforcing those, especially on you know uh, Bishop and Nahalada? And you can Bishop, just call her Nahala. The die is silent. Nahala. It's a silent die. <laughs> uh, and Bishop certainly, you know, he's he's learned to skirt the line as much as possible. Yeah. You know, tiptoeing over that line to figure out. How far past the line can you go before there are actual consequences? Sure. And where is that line, you know, just uh, just where the warnings come yeah. from? Yeah, Yoldo would be the guy who would, like, see you cross the line and wouldn't do anything, but then we'd go tell somebody who would come do something. And he, he absolutely, he hasn't given up those those things that would be completely forbidden from the Nohain, but he is, he is very respectful of that and will do it outside of the, you know, outside of... The Nohane's, um, you know, site and like he wouldn't be inside yeah. a Nohane town or settlement um, doing that, you know. But he might have a like a, a crazy a, a, lab. A little lab or a workshop that he that he kind of escapes to when he does need to do that kind of stuff, and he helps solve problems for them. So, you know, he's maybe there's some look the other way there, policy going on too. There, in, among okay. some of the Nohane, there is. There's certainly there's got to be, you know, like at least one elder who's just completely against it. Um, but there are others that are like, but he provides a service to the community. And there's, there are more discussions about him than he realizes, but he's not oblivious to the fact that they are happening because he, he's aware of that and, and skirts that line. And, but like so his cares, compound bow. he cares bow, enough to avoid getting into trouble then. Yeah. His compound bow, which he carries, you know, in full view, follows their rules. It's a machine, Barely. but he's he's made sure, and he checked with them during the course of building it. Like he wanted to make this thing that would still be they'd be okay yeah. with, and they're like, "All right, you did it," you know. And perhaps it's the there first are of its others guy. that he's you know trying to help manufacture, but it's so difficult. I've got I've got a question for you, and then for Nahala. Um, why do you stay with the Nohain? I mean, if this guy's, you know, able to make all this stuff, he might be able to survive out there. But what's keeping him here? Um, or the other side. In the, I think in the Nohain, yeah, he's found... In the Nohain, he found um, that sort of actual appreciation of uh, being around other people that he never found around humans. And exactly why that is the case... Um, maybe I'll leave to storytelling a little bit, um, partially because I haven't exactly figured out what it is myself. Maybe, maybe they'll change your mind. Um, it's actually a little backwards because you would have expected him to be totally all about the Hedgian. Um, but uh, I'll just say that, that something happened something happened to him early on that um, that he owed the Nohane for, for helping him. These Nohane? Uh, perhaps so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know... Well, and we'll it see. may it may also fit his personality to be a, a, um, a big fish in a small pond yeah. versus one of the crab. That may that may also be comfortable for him. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of that. He actually kind of a little bit likes that attention that he is a little bit of a troublemaker. Like he gets attention when he's carrying this compound bow in full view. They know that it's okay, but it's like as close to that line as possible. And like so, he, he's kind of 
a little bit thriving on that. It's and it's it's just it's completely different than he ever experienced in the human world. And it's almost like that excitement that he had from that he's getting from these social interactions that he's just in the modern world. Even if you're you know a really smart engineer guy, it's really hard to um, to get attention. You know, and maybe maybe that's what it is. Is that it's he gets lots of attention yeah. in the I just made myself right. So yeah. he's just he's just he he likes that attention that he's getting um, from what he does. And um, so, Nahala, you, you mentioned that uh, she's not very magical as far as ability goes. She's, she's not really um, adept. Uh, certainly not as much as Yoldo, who is, you know, yeah, definitely the average uh, ability, possibly even more. Yeah, I mean, again, there's, there's just different schools of, of magical application, but Yoldo definitely, <clears throat> definitely has a functional application, or kind of a functional uh, mastery of, of magic. In his sphere of, right. uh, of operation, which is, mm-hmm. you know, combat-centered. So... Put down the Hegean. So then here down. comes, similarly not very magical, human bishop. Do they have any rapport at all, or is there... I mean, how she feel about this guy coming in and taking your spot as the non-magical one? Well, so, I mean, I think that uh, for Nahala, she... Like, there's not really an ability to build or anything, and she's clearly decided to put a little bit of a claim when she brought home her huge hammer. Um, she's making a statement. To say, you know, fuck you guys. Sort of like, you know, working your way up so if you were picked on in high school, you you make your way, and you're now a cool no-hain hipster with a giant serrated hammer. No hipster. Um, so she appreciates him. Um, I think we'll leave to storytelling, like, how they're history is Um, but it's one thing that that can be very helpful for her and also where she needs to you know she has a certain amount of pride and also needs to you know have standing you know trying to learn more magic and failing is going to be a problem for her on many levels Um, so there's that and there's a lot less risk there but she's still she doesn't want to become a complete outcast she's just sort of a a, a rebel who can still be respected because of her intelligence and her strength. She's she still, has actual abilities. She's very she's, valuable. She's actually very effective at what she does. And she has a good family who comes, you know, a little bit higher up the food chain. So that helps her. So she's she's kind of wary. It's not that she needs to keep anything a secret, but she wants to keep that line where she doesn't feel like you know, she's needing to keep a secret or betray anyone or sneak off to be like, teach me how to make bows. Yeah. Um, I think that's got pretty good fleshed out characters. Those sound all awesome. And next is just kind of a little bit more about how you interact. As far as bonds go, what you see on your sheet is a suggestion. If you think of something even better, say so. But I actually like the ones that are on here. I think they're going to fit really nicely. My but bonds you are guys have perfect. To, you guys have to talk amongst yourselves as far as what do you think, what do you think. So if anyone has a bond that they want to suggest to someone else. And these bonds are important. They do provide um, mechanical benefits if you resolve them. Meaning you change them or address them. Yeah, I I love the bonds that are built in here. And now we only have three players currently, so um, which means we each only have two other uh, characters to. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. Potentially apply a bond to, but I actually see two bonds that work both ways. Yeah, I looked at them and I saw those and I thought, yeah, he knows what he's gonna do. 
Um, like mine, one of my default bonds is blank is trustful of machines. I will prove their value, and that's for sure going to be Yoldo. Yeah, well, likewise, it's blanks misguided behavior endangers their very soul. <laughs> <laughs> Done. I'm putting Yoldo in there because that Tied. is perfect. So we choose two of these. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do. And one this is going to be something more. that's a big factor in how you relate to each you other. You fill yeah. it all in. If you I could do this too for uh, duplicates for Nahala, which is uh, Nahala has stood by me in battle and can be trusted completely. Because I feel like their relationship is definitely much then more that's perfect much more forged in action than really kind of ethos. I like that because I have I have I have sworn to protect Yoldo, oh, which is nice. great, and that can also help because that's that's also a big thing. You know, maybe maybe he got into trouble and because of her strength, she was able to help him out. Absolutely, and he protected her because she's clearly kind of... Uh, totally trustworthy. Yeah. Alright, now let me tell you something about Bonds that's going to shake this up a little bit. Uh, at the end of a session, we can decide together if we want to resolve a bond. And resolving a bond does two things. One is, it means that bond no longer applies, which means maybe in your case you no longer trust her in battle completely, right. etc. When you resolve a bond, you get XP. Yeah. You, then you want to form a new bond, right. but maybe I respect your. There are also mechanical benefits for, mm-hmm. for aiding someone that you have a bond. Yeah, with. if you have a bond with someone that does give you mechanical benefits, just turn it back a well. degree and be like, I respect the beliefs of Bishop, but hope they will someday see the true way. Right, you might want to <laughs> so you might want to like back it up a little bit. On well, him. I could go because mm-hmm. I also have. I mean, blank, I'm starting. I'm starting severe. I, I'm actually going to put another one on Yoldo because blank Yoldo is proof that great things can be achieved without machines. I must oh. match those achievements with my own. Okay, because you use you. Use like magic profusely, yeah. right? Uh, like, yeah, exactly. Definitely. So, like you're someone that can like like accomplish his, these his weapon is the opposite of yours. Like yeah, the the the, the I would say the core is of of decent, well, of decent caliber. But it is again a single a single material and a pretty crude workmanship. But his <laughs> his magic, the magic that is placed on his weapon, is is uh, is what makes the difference. Yeah. Um, so then I also have blank nose where something amazing is hidden. They must show me. Which I could apply to, uh, you. Nahala. Nahala. And it's up to her to decide. The da throws everybody off. Nahala da. It's up to her to decide. I was the only guy that could pronounce one of the names at our free RPG date. What was it? It was, um, Jabodaba Hashim. I think. Jabba Dabba Hashim? No, I'm missing two syllables, actually. Jabba al-Dabba Hashim. Jabba al-Dabba Hashim. And no one else... No one kept stumbling over it, but I made a conscious effort to practice it before we started because you know, I wanted I, I my character to know it. I fixed that by being a barbarian who didn't have to remember people's names. Yeah, so just called him Jabba Dabba. So, Jabba Dabba. <laughs> um, Got everyone's names wrong. So, um, yeah, and don't worry, if you if you don't want to fill up all of them, don't. Definitely don't. Uh, only if they apply. Start, and you can also... You can also Do you understand my work? Yeah. Does Nahala understand... My work. She may not be. I would say she does because one of the things about her is she's very interested in that kind of stuff. Then yeah. it works perfectly because I'm going to do. I must protect protect Nahala so they can help me with my work. They understand it. You must how long have we her. You're going to protect her. Nice. Yeah. Like you've been here ten years, but how long have we been in contact? That's something for you guys to come up with. Because I see it as somewhat of a newer thing, to be honest. So like a couple of years, maybe, but not like what, three more than five. But that would mean that then. You guys have met more recently than I met one or both of you. Oh. So I... You met, you met one of us first, you're thinking? Well, I, I showed up ten years ago. Right, so... You, you met at the same time. Wait. But I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I'm thinking you met us 
like not not soon after that meet, that show up. So oh, you, oh, that's what I'm thinking. So yeah. you guys are fairly. That you've been wandering on your own for a while. No, no, no. I was thinking. I I I met you guys uh, basically immediately when showing up. Oh. So, something happened. Something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's fine. one no, that I, I have. I had a patient. You had some time on your own to like really get your. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. I like the idea that he basically fell in with the Nohane, yeah. like, really quickly. Okay. Um, Which is kind of pr- explains he, some of the progress. He adapted to this world um, much faster than your average human because he already felt so disconnected from right. the other world that it was kind of like this just nothing to interesting give up, just stuff frontier. To yeah, nothing on. to give up, just new things to learn and, and see. And what, so when he met foreign, you know, these, these aliens... Okay, to yeah. Him, I he, dig it was much more interested in, in learning about them and, and trusting them. So I have one that's um, blank owes me their life whether they admit it or not, and I kind of like that for you, Greg, because if there's a reason for you to be sticking around, even if it's not, like, it might be an event that I have no fucking clue about right now, um, but like, what whatever it? happened, Don't they owe me their life whether they admit it or not, which I doesn't like mean it. a direct, like, I saved you from the horrible bear but something else. No, I like it. Okay. That bear's gonna cause trouble. I will pretty much not object to any bond that someone wants to apply to me. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna just fill them all up for the sake of it. I'm gonna leave the something amazing as hidden thing for... What's the name I, of your paladin uh, organization, by the way? Oh, my organiz- paladin organization? Yeah, well, well, I don't think I, I don't know if I'm necessarily a part of an organization I, that's specific okay. to my talent. Like, uh, like I, I, I see myself more connected to, like, again, the tribe that I'm serving kind of on the front. Like, more like my battalion rather than the army rangers. Okay, so no, like, not necessarily a rank guy, but he participates in right. community yeah. activities. He, he's, yeah, he definitely, you know, he puts on for his city. Alright. What does he wear? I wonder that all the time. Bishop wear? What's he wearing? We don't really wear clothes. We wear jewelry, right? Yeah, jewelry. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys are more, you know, you look gems. Gems, metals. right. It's more like, because we don't like scaly, metal. Not scaly. We like, like, like gold nuggets. Uh, like an exoskeleton, more like. Like, yeah, I mean, like I large say, uh, yeah. plates I mean, of you can atta- However you can attach it. And then the underside's pretty soft. If, whatever's convenient for putting it on, right? Like, I don't right. know if, like, maybe scroll worked anything, but, like, like a, a, a torque. Or, like, a hemp necklace with a big old ruby on it. Yeah. Also, <laughs> oh, also I like that. that. <laughs> That's solid. Ruby That's and hemp. That's cool. There's got to be a story behind that one. Um, all right. So you guys all have your bonds. And so when a move has... When you're involving someone else in it, that's uh, your role plus your bond. So yeah, the eight or one, or, one or two for eight or interfere. Thanks, Greg. And you count the number that you have with them, and you add that. I don't think she'll walk under the tripod. I think she's freaked out by the strange beast that yeah, the tripod. It's probably it it's probably for the best. Okay, so now this is the time where I get a teeny break and I have to like crunch some numbers. Uh, if you could maybe get the charger at this time. All right, so quick break. Quick break, like quick five, break. like Everybody. five minutes. Good, I need more tea. Next. All right, I more need tea. Up more tea. Yes, and then I'm gonna consult with the internet. Because I want one. Who should I kill first? You got 1% more charge. I put, for, I put forth the name of our of our tribe or location or area as Tamarn. We need to know the name of this world so Thema. we can say what the Wednesday game is. What's the name of the world? It's Thema. Thema. T-H-E-I-M-A. 
T-H-E-I-M-A. To mine. It protects a huge mine. A Say very it again? strategic location. What's give me, it give called? Me the name again? T-E-M-A-R-N. To mine. T-E-A. No, T-E-M-A-R-N. T-E-M. Fama is the world. Tamarin. Yeah. Tamarin, okay. Not like, yeah, not like Tamarin, but Tamarin. That's the tribe or the city? That's the, that's the city. Tamarin. Or, I, I, thing, I don't know, do we want to... Are we saying it's the city or are we saying the tribe or is it the same thing? I kind of feel like it's the same thing. Give me, well, I mean, give me your thoughts on tri- If we live in San Francisco, tri- we're technically San Franciscan. So. Yeah, the tribe, is the, the tribe is the town. Yeah, I like or that. The village, or is like it the Tamar have always lived there, and based on like the like the frontier, the war, we've kind of just more kind of become uh, a people that serves this purpose, which are defenders of both the realm and this sweet ass mine. Ruby mine. mine. It's a ruby mine. Ruby. Cool. Mine. Thank God. I was hoping someone would come up with. Yeah, obviously we got rubies coming out the ears so much we'll hang from hemp. Very finely there. woven hemp. Really, it's not it's Beautiful. not coarse, but it's yeah. You know, hemp, hemp can be extremely and silk. Warm. We put the silk in the hemp for fancy necklaces. Absolutely. Why? Because that's the only classy thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's so silk too. Hey, Greg, you coming? I'm eating. Well, I'm eating cheese like a rat. <laughs> like, are you nibbling it? Like, nom, 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 he nom, was nom. really hungry, and he just kept asking for Snickers, and it was weird. What the hell's up with that? Don't you keep Snickers around? Because no, because Snickers. I'll eat them. They have Snickers suggest. at the front desk now, and uh, I grab them every time I walk by the front desk. And I'm I not Snickers. the fucking front desk. You're well, here's it. your candy jar. Can you have Snickers next week, please? Yes, I will have Snickers Does next Bishop week. Does Bishop have a fondness for um for sweets? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good because so do the no way. But they eat a stupid drink. Well, that doesn't mean he doesn't have a weakness. That's true. He still snacks on sweets, like candy. He likes candy. Not Maybe that's one of the things he's tinkering. Or do we tiny, like sweets? No, that's oh, yeah. actually another great fit with the Nohain. The insects, the insect kind of races are used to the uh, sugar water. Sugar water. <laughs> Water. They have a little bit of a sweeter, a, a little bit of a sweeter stable than uh, the Aegean. Okay, tomorrow. All right, so is the no hang with an E or an A count? There's an E at the end. That's H A I N E. Whoa! Just letting Thoth know. Thoth always wants to know how to spell everything because he prepares these awesome little. You're gonna have a lot of fun spelling all these crazy uh, no hang words. No, I can do it. And they call it. Well, as soon as you get back, we'll get rolling. You just want our cheese. The ruby mine. They call it a mine. Keep keep up the volunteering, by the way. I'm I'm loving it. I know you won't stop. Yeah, I won't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop this time. Cool. Tomorrow in the ruby mine. That's Yoldo. Yoldo. Give me the hashtag Yoldo. Only live once. That's the motto. You only. Thank good. you. Thank you, Thoughtful. Devilishly once. It is right with a D. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I could just throw that in on accident. That's totally me. No, no. That's Yoldo. awesome. You only exactly live devilishly once. That's why they said that earlier. I, did, I missed the first Oh, you only that. live devilishly once. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Turn one. Greg, you're dead. So roll a new character. What? 
Worst character ever. Sorry. We all weeping over We're at a funeral. Bishop, I always told you this would happen. <laughs> I warned you. Don't lean back. Pay me, bitch. Experience. I'm so used to Careful doing the opposite of what you tell me that I almost just threw my head back. Wow, that would have been I should like really think about that from See? now on. Wow, because that would have really hurt. And we got that on video. Maybe too, a weakness right? you can exploit in the future. All right, ma'am. So wait, like, no hain. No right? hain is spelled yes that way. Thoth. Yes, I was very confused because like train or. Yep. Oh, there, yeah. The way Thoth said it. Plane. No. Well, no, it's not like it's like train, but not like but not like. It's like trainee. Plane, like the plane. It's like train, but if it were like shopping. But that doesn't have an e at the end. Um. It could. It's, right. Yes, it's like an old timey shop. Old timey shop. That's what, with a floss dip <laughs> at the that's end there. O P P E. Pretty much exactly the same as how Nahala is spelled. Nahalada, Bishop, and Yolder. Bishop, Bishop is human. He is not android. Oh, yeah, I was Or. That's that's a confusion only because Dan was posting aliens links on the uh, forum. No, I, I like Bishop as a nickname or possibly yeah. as a real name. Bishop was no just one, one of the suggested names since I since my character class is actually from the Dungeon Planet Greg, sci-fi rule set. How fast can your character do this? Not very fast. Not very fast. Well, what's your dex? Actually, his dex is 13, but no, no he's not very good at that. Roll, gotcha. roll a D. <laughs> he yeah, is... Nope. Yeah. Oh. Well, pretty, plus, okay, pretty okay at it. You yeah. Plus. Yeah, you do all right. You, you probably embarrass someone else though. Yeah. Wow. How good uh, you yeah. are. Yoldo. Yoldo. All right. So, I'll just do a little introduction. So, Thema is a world not unlike Earth. It's geographically diverse. It's got a ton of different kinds of life forms. It's full House of cats are running great, great mysteries and some dangerous things. Um, unlike Earth. Thema has um, two distinct forms of sentient life. One is the Nohain, represent, Yoldo. and the other is the absent Hegean, which, while brilliant, are not magical in any shape or form. Question mark. And while this is a world of magic, the Nahain are the only ones who have mastered it at all. They're magical themselves, so it's kind of natural for that to happen. And uh, control and complexity of that magic are the signs of an extreme master. You can't light a candle unless you're that that much finesse with magic. But you can blow something up. Any, any child can blow something up unless you're... Yeah. Uh, so you have no ability to use magic at all? I do, but it's, it's sporadic and elementary. Like, probably like what a first or second grader yeah. can do. Element, elementary school level, and so she did probably She's like the young might, might avoid doing and as, it. And so as a child, did she try, like everyone else, to master it and was unable? And yes. then that's what, like... So it's not like it was originally like Held a rebellious a thing. Grades. It was a... No. This is, these are the cards you've been dealt. Yep. Okay. Yeah, magically clumsy or like magically impotent? Ooh, neither of those sound good. No. More, more clumsy. Right. But people Way more think, dynamic. think impotent. I think yeah. that she does have the ability. Yeah. Um, possibly. Like, if they are magical by nature, I don't yeah. think she's, like, just missing the gene. Totally. Um, but it's just, like... That's it's cause, like me and Matt. They just problem. don't work. Some people just don't make work. certain skills. Okay. And you could probably bang your head against that, but why? Right. Why if you can do something else? Um, so... You know, the, the Hegean and the Nohain are so different that they've been fighting for as long as anyone can remember. They've been kind of, you know, sporadic fighting as they interact with each other throughout Clashing. the years. Yeah, so, and sometimes it gets really big and a lot of people die. A lot of, a lot of places are, are severely damaged in the process because they're always kind of 
meeting each other technologically and magically. Um, and this location, uh, Tamarin, is uh, a city of some renown. As you know, there's a huge ruby mine there that is like the one of the best ruby mines, and they actually have a guild that is exclusively for this ruby mine. It's like their best thing. What's it called? The guild. Yeah. A guild that, that yeah. operates the mines? Yeah. Like a, a sub-organization inside the Nohan It controls City. production, The Guild of imagine. Calamitous Rumies? <laughs> the Guild of Calamitous um, Well, I mean, of course, it's pronounced much different in Nohan. It's a complete, that's, unique that's the utterance. English, that's the English translation. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'm so mad. Are you come up with words for that? But I like the meaning. Huh? The Guild of Calamitous Rubies. Oh, right. But it's straight from Friendship Brothers. <laughs> so what she was doing. God damn it. That's okay. Why would we not? Why would we reject that? I think it's perfect. Done. We'll come Wednesday up with good, Warriors. We'll come up with words later that make sense. We'll come okay. up, we'll here, we need no hand work. Yeah. We, this is the Guild of Red Destruction. You need to play on what you did. It's totally it's fine. Totally, it's the same. The same thing. Um, and they're they're not necessarily that scary, but. Um, they like that dramatic, ooh. Well, let's put it this way. In the Nohain world, and I'm sure we'll come to know this more deeply as time progresses, but the rubies actually cause a lot of calamity for the yeah, Edgian. Yeah, you like, know. It literally is a destructive force. Oh, yeah. The resources that they, it's, uh... Well, you know, you want to talk a little bit about how magic works in this world? I mean, you know yeah. really well. We've talked about it, and... Yeah, can, so... Give me a little flavor there. I mean, in terms of, like, the actual biology of it... Mm-hmm. Who knows? Like there, again, this is a fantasy world, so it's not it's not explaining exactly the, the mechanics behind what goes on. But in terms of like the practicality, but also they wouldn't they they're not one to study that sort of thing Absolutely. scientifically. Absolutely, if, you know, the Nohain might have secret you know labs where they've been trying to figure that out. Maybe over on the Earth side, people are close to or have figured out yeah. the the biological reason for the magic, but. The Nohain would have no interest in doing it themselves, so... It, so it remains a mystery, both culturally and to you. Uh, so, yeah, so... But the essence is kind of... It's, it's, it's always a, a transfer of kind of, of... Of energy, you could look at it. And the most common form, the most basic forms... Uh, uh, of kind of this energy transfer are kind of transferring kinetic energy. So you'll often find uh, whatever larger Nohain settlements by like rushing rushing water or in a place of like strong wind with windmills. But the kind of the, the transfer of, of action. Like they wouldn't have windmills. Uh, well, they wouldn't necessarily have windmills, but they have like some sort of structure driven from the wind. And you'll see like these structures maybe. They have like giant pinwheels. Giant, <laughs> giant, giant pinwheels, <laughs> harnessing the power of the wind. It's fantastical. Um, another, Made another. Hemp leaves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, huge like shoots or something. Maybe that is. I don't know. But anyways, big leaves. Structures. If, if big enough leaf. Sure, you could do that. No so you know, finding kind yeah, of they, they would partially do that, right? They'd have these windmill things because even if that's not what they're drawing the energy from, it shows them when the wind is picking up, so they know that's when they can. That's when they have more access to magic. Yeah. So you know, they may watch for those, and then it's like, oh, it's spinning fast enough. Now we can go harvest the plants with our magic or whatever. No, absolutely true. No, magical plant true. harvest definitely happens. So that's like the most kind of everyday sort, and then there's a but they've they've kind of developed other ways of kind of transferring energy and transferring transferring energy from pure materials to pure materials from pure materials is this whole kind of like other wing of kind of Nohain magic, and that makes kind of 
that can make materials depending on you know their purity, their their density, uh, very kind of potent items. So finding uh, finding gemstones specifically, we talked about, is a very very important resource for them because you'll literally turn a diamond into coal as you draw energy from it, um, and it kind of shifts through kind of like elemental state or whatever. Uh, you know you know the the properties of the element change, but that will kind of produce like a very kind of like concentrated and portable amount of ready to use magical force. Um, you know, and then there's of course there's of course many different kind of like less mainstream, less well studied versions of magic. People kind of drawing energy from plants, people drawing energy from like light, like blood magic type thing. Much less common, much more fringe. Those are like the two main and schools. And really more just discussed than ever. Absolutely, yeah. The pure, it's all theoretical. Yeah, the pure kind of cultural, normal forms of magic are kind of mostly this kind of material magic, and then the most common being this kinetic transfer magic. It could be that basically once the discovery of uh, once the discovery of gemstones hit the Nohain, there there was no uh, need anymore to pursue other yeah. to pursue other forms avenues of mass avenues of, of getting magic because gemstones are kind of you know they're the earth, ending. The earth provides diamonds there being, it is. you know the yeah. most valuable they they there isn't an, a need for anything else because there's so much potential energy in there that's just like why would we waste all this time trying to figure out how to draw even a fraction out of that yeah. out of you know blood magic or nature or and this is a this is a world that's actually pretty resource rich at the moment um, partially because partially because again uh, because the nohain are are a, a Species that kind of lives in in, core, in kind of in harmony with the environments around them. Other than the wars that happen, they try to kind of live a, a bit of an environmentally aware lifestyle. It seems like both species are less developed, but also seem a little bit more um, kind of uh, appreciative yeah. of their surroundings naturally. Definitely, and so that that kind of leads to some sort of kind of like natural well the fact that they don't have like advanced machine well I mean yeah they, they work self, itself out in different ways but yeah that yeah. that will kind of add an element of restraint and kind of taking what's needed right. uh, more a better kind of a more efficient evaluation of resources yeah and uh, on the subject of when you talk about kinetic force there is something that uh, is actually quite notable about this particular area Nohain this Nohain city uh, tomorrow is uh just about maybe a couple miles south of an active volcano. Nice. They're nestled in a nice little valley. It's it's got that lush kind of volcanic soil, and it's been growing it's all so these, rich. you know, really tall, huge trees that they're kind of, you know, building up into the canopy. And still, there's some sprawling city on the ground as well. But if you want to see like the source of their power, you just look out your window. It's right there, and it's. Probably the only vo- active volcano in the area. You're, you're probably not gonna find any more. So rubies are lava. And yeah. how are the, how is the city built around the volcano? They're not built around it. They're just you know a couple miles south of it. Oh, I so see. So volcano over north. there, city over here. So they're no Pompeii. They're no Pompeii. Although even if that if that thing did explode, that's a ton of kinetic and elemental energy hurtling right at you. They'd, they'd be like, they could oh just yeah, come, we're about just, to die. Yeah. Well, then <laughs> I think they would just be able to convert that into. A really a defensive magic, yeah. right? Yeah, because really it'd be powerful. so much kinetic, unbelievable amount of kinetic energy from a volcano. They'd probably blow up the be... volcano, though. To be honest, if they did that and then turned it back, 
Well, that's their that's their fear and their philosophical <laughs> debate. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things like, well, what's going to happen? Well, we put these certain securities in place. Well, have they ever been? We tried? don't know though. Not at this, not that scale. It's active, but it's not the kind of volcano that you think is going to probably. It's yeah. just kind of constantly bubbling. Yeah, like we you talk know, about. It's up there. It's we talk about examples of this magic, like based on your level and your ability to kind of wield this magic like a huge boulder the size of a car could fall on you and it would either crush you if you didn't know what to do like if you didn't see it coming or if you weren't able to kind of do something with it or if you were dazed for right, some reason or, yeah, or distracted it would just crush you like you know it crushes everything but if you're someone who can who has other level that could harness that much power essentially the boulder would just strike you and then roll off and you would have a massive amount of kinetic energy to, to, to use either push things yep. to either create some sort of kind of field to create a myriad of different either kinetic or whatever biological mm-hmm. effects and Nohane have a lot of confidence in their ability to handle stuff that gets thrown at them for good or for ill they're pretty they're part of everyday life they're pretty solid you know they, they grew up here it's it's not a yeah I mean perhaps perhaps not a strong fear maybe something they're aware of but um like, let's say that rock were to fall on your head. Well, maybe you could use that to cause, whatever, your backpack to just float behind you for three days. Yeah. Like, just something that would just kind of, like, slowly disperse over time. You can do useful things. So you see a lot of, kind of, odd Burning. effects, but nothing is ever really yeah. permanent as kind of things. Unless it's, like, a, whatever, that rushing water that just never, never stops never flowing. Stops. Or a lovely bubbling volcano. Lovely bubbling volcano. Yeah, you want to enchant something, you just hike it up there. Yeah. Um, Plug another Duracell ruby in there. <laughs> so, um, the city and, and pretty much all Nohain cities are governed by a sort of, um, I want to say hegemonic, but, um, like religious, like religious leader sort of deal. So there's a high priestess who kind of manages things, and then that that all trickles down through the through the bureaucracy of the society. The Nohain imams. Yeah, pretty much. Um, although you know, they're not, they're not particularly despotic uh, in nature, unless you get unlucky. You're just like in you know, human well, the, society. The rules of society are pretty well accepted. It's not there's oh. not like a lot of like revolution going on within the Nohain culture, right? It seems like it's we, we talked about it being like things, things seem to be pretty stable. Yeah, like there's there's city people and there's there's uh, country people, and obviously you know maybe a little bit less gun control out out in the country, but like people are kind of. So would you say like as far as nearness to the to the Hegian? No man's land between the two of them. Yeah. Is this place more close to that? Yeah, pre- it's pretty close to that. They 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 might see a, a hegian on the distance somewhere, pretty regular. Yeah, I mean, they I would say they see action about as regularly as anyone along the front. All right, so uh, so the high priestess here is known as Fade, P H A E D, for you spellers. And she's she's sort of the boss around here, and, and the general feel you get from her is pretty benevolent. She she has a, a lot of lofty goals about you know maintaining this sort of safety with the volcano, and, and is very very intent on keeping everyone you know nice and happy and calm, and, and doesn't see any point in really setting out to you know fuck with the Hegians unless they uh, they start it. And there's another guy um, who's kind of the commander of the Holy Defenders of Tamarin, and that guy is um, Jaldan Lotal. Spoken like it's spelled. Spelled like it's spoken. What's his name again? Jaldan. 
Low tall. Low tall. Just think of it that way. L O or L O W? L O. Straight O. Tall. T A L L? One L. And he's kind of the commander, and, the, and their group is known as the Order of the Golden Scythe. It's, it's a very flurious title, and it, it carries with it a, a whole lot of prestige and power, but, you know, how people feel about it may vary from person to person. They, they're, they're fancy lads. But they're basically like the, sub, the subcategory of power. If, if you're not talking to the high priestess, you're probably talking to someone from the, from the order. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're very official, official business sort of stuff, so, you know, whereas Yoldo might, like, join up with some group, you know, going out patrolling, these are the people who would, like, schedule... Send the patrol. Send, send the patrol. Bringing it back to now, it's... The now. It's for you, 2013. For them, whatever the date awesome. is in Nohain language. I think... I mean, we should just—we could call it. The, we just use Earth dates. Yeah, let's sure. use Earth dates because okay. that, that's the one thing that will tie them both together. Yeah, okay. they're keeping Good. them. Insane. I, I wanted to—I wanted to make it clear for you. Yeah. And and the viewers, that's what it is. It's twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Ten years after the event, then. Yeah, and um, it's evening. You know, the twilight has fallen. It's got that kind of, you know, more chill vibe as people are kind of going into their homes and. The High Priestess Fade has summoned you to a location in the town's kind of a main area. A little more formal events happen here. And there's a giant bonfire in the middle of town. And you know this bonfire. It's actually a very important bonfire. It's known as the the Ever-Burning Pyre. It's been enchanted with with the energy to just keep burning eternally. And they've kind of summoned you here and you, you kind of already know what's going on this is, is it dark is it nighttime oh yeah no, maybe you said that it's dark right. but there are like these glowing like pods kind of coming off the trees you know those like you know kind of natural pods that are kind of lighting this place up a little ethereal glow the architecture is mm, woodish can you tell me woodish I'd say there's I mean I'd British? say definitely the Nohain use the natural kind of the natural constructs as much as possible. So, you know, you, you actually kind of see cliff, natural cliff walls pres- like running right through the middle of, uh, of like a, a town community that just is left there rather than like smoothed over. I like the idea a lot of the lighting is, is like enchanted onto things that are already there. So like yeah. fungus growing on a tree. So you got a lot yeah. of this like bioluminescent feel to it. Yeah. Artificial, artificial through magic. But, so it's, it's, it's very natural looking. Not like, not like High fantasy elf like no. thing though, but but more like but like almost a little bit jungle. I'm thinking like a jungly. Yeah, tribal. Was, I was kind of thinking that like especially there's the climate around it, but yeah. there'll be a lot of lava rock yeah. along with the woods. So it's like we preserve our historic, you know, yeah. zones of our town. Will they preserve the natural yeah. thing being it being the most historic? So there's Whatever. a lot of like lush stuff, but also yeah. low hanging because they are at the base of a volcano. Yeah, it's like the feng shui. Like you, you look at like the natural environment. You're like the most important things for this area. Like that that, that rock, rock formation, this tree, that fungus, these moss things, these and trees. like those are the things that define the town. And they'll maybe build useful yeah. build up, and then they like enchant them to right. like serve a practical purpose. Absolutely. Yeah, so, like, so they're not getting hey, in the way. So every place probably looks very signature. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
And um, so you're here, and this is this is a special time for you. Even though you are kind of already adults, there's a, there's kind of a third stage to Nohain development, and that's when you're actually considered um, Thamara Nohain, which is that concept of completely integrated into the community. You're not you're not just someone living in the community. You are or you are now part of. You're joining that collective in a way. Societal development to match his own physical and mental yourself. development. And so, uh, Hashtag arrived. so Fade is here, and she's she's gathered you around the around the, the fire, and there are people here, and they're drumming, and it's not it's not a huge crowd because it happens all the time, you know, for different people at different times, and it's not so much an age thing, but more of, you know when you're ready. And Fade is. Kind of tallish for for Nohane, and she's she's very beautiful. She you know very long, completely white, uh, kind of glowing hair. Strangulous. Yeah, you know, very much so. She's she's decorated not to the point of gaudiness, but you can definitely tell it's it's status oriented decoration, not to show off, but just sort of an indicator. And usually, the commander's here. You know, Jaldon, he usually comes to these events, but you don't see him anywhere around. But you know, you know, he's, he's usually around, but he's not here today. And Fade just looks at you as you said and says, Come, sit down. We're just about ready to begin. Originally, do we know why we've been called here? Mm-hmm. You, did you explain that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the exact it's, why? It's um, it's like a coming of it's age. A, it's a coming, coming of, of age ceremony. or a coming of community but, ceremony. But for who? For the community itself? For all of us? All of oh, all okay. three of you. Oh, for all three of us. Okay, yeah. that's the part I wasn't sure about. Ah, no, um, you're, you're all here. You were summoned. Did you sh- did you come? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Bishop, Bishop. Then, I mean, he, he's he's integrated into the culture, and you know, he's respectful. He he pushes buttons with you know the way that he like likes to live and stuff. But he is you know, if he is called upon by any sort of official thing, he's you know, he says how high. So he's um So he just So he's there. Shuffles yeah. right on right on over. She kind of smiles and seems very pleased. She she gives you a very warm greeting. Sorry, if you know you see like the, the little wingalings in the back they kind of flutter a little bit. And mm-hmm. an acknowledgement of all your presence. It took him many years to you know, to get used to but you just he's he's completely he surrounded back, by it, so he, he can't flutter back and that's part of why he seems does he do this? A little unusual to them. Oh my god, if he learned to like... <laughs> Jazz know, hands. Borderline mockery. happening, a little bit at least. A little <laughs> bit? Well, you couldn't help it, right? You're so used to the mannerisms you'd, you'd want to start to... Trying. Try to kind of... Communicate. Co- to communicate, and, and you'd end up kind of doing it involuntarily. Like, there, he might have like shoulders like you know like shoulder movements that he's kind of just it's subconsciously he's like shimmy. subconsciously is kind of like mimicking yeah. a little bit about what they do you wear a shirt with like some points or something you just like <laughs> feel a little shruggy sometimes yeah maybe it's one of the secret projects build artificial wings oh man so good and so um Nahala is deferential willing but she has come from. It's you know, all a lot of ritual yeah. involved. She's still carrying around her hammer, but she's keeping it, you know, mm-hmm. tucked underneath her feet as she sits down. Well, Nohain are all about rituals, so there's a lot of that going on here. And pretty much everything she says is, is ritualized in a way. Um, and she you know, waits for you all to sit down, and you all sit. 
and the fire kind of goes down just a little bit. And normally, this is this is um, fade coffee. Normally, we begin this sort of active, this sort of ceremony with a um, a tale of the first birth, and that you know is. The, the story, the origin Sorry. story of the Nohain, because they believe of the of the two now three races on um, fame that the Nohain were the first, and that's you know obviously a, a, their sense of superiority kind of factoring in there, but they believe that they're the first, Sorry. and that Hegian is the second. And she says, normally we begin with the first birth, but I think for this event and in honor of our newest member Bishop nods his head solemnly we should begin the tale of the third birth the, the human arrival and she sits back very expectantly Bishop not surprised by this at all I mean, he knew, you know, it was going to be coming to this thing, and that he didn't—he he, he had already thought. He's like, "How are they going to do it with me? Because this is different from the Nohain." And he was like, "It wouldn't surprise me if it's going, you know." They're going to put you on the spot. They're going to put me on the spot. So he—he uh, he came prepared, but Greg did not. Um, You're in a factory. It's fairly late at night. You're there. Repairing something. Oh, one of the machines. What kind of factory is it? What kind of factory is it? It's a car... Manuf- it's a Chevy manufacturing plant. And Bishop... Uh, Bishop is uh, the technician that works on the machines that manufacture the cars. So, like, the... the you know, the, the big old... The assembly like, sheet metal the assem- Yeah, the, the assembly... Uh, the assembly arms and all that, and one of them's on the fritz, and it's it's been like three hours. In fact, this is like this is his nightmare, right? He has this job so that it's a nine to five punch in punch out, and now, uh, and and now he's here late at night. The reason he has this job is so that he doesn't have to do crap like this. But he has been unable to get this thing fixed. Whatever is wrong with it, it has just been hours. He's been trying all sorts of different things, and he's the only technician here. Um, yeah, he's the only technician here working on it. And what's he doing? Is he like, uh... He's got a spanner, and he's now hitting a machine. Go! Bang! 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 He's like, just trying to, like, knock it into place. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, If it's not one thing, it's another! You don't know what that alarm does. Uh, Yeah, but then he thinks about it, and he has has no idea what's triggering this alarm. What did you break? And as you're pondering, as you're, you're really thinking it through, and really muddling it, as this alarm continues to blare and blare. Yeah, he's like he like stands back and he's looking around. He's trying to figure out where this alarm's coming from. All right, that sounds like a discern reality. Oh right, yeah, he's thinking me. about oh discern realities. It uses his oh it's wisdom. Nice. Boom, so nice. That's an eight wisdom that goes to nine. So close to perfect. So success. close. So I only get to ask the GM. So the way discern realities works for those of you that don't know, if I roll. Ten or higher. Did we explain the basic mechanics? Yeah. Do you want to? Go ahead. You roll two d six. A seven to nine is a uh, is a success, but it's 
usually comes at a cost. The GM gets to make a move, essentially. And a 10 is, like, an awesome success. You succeed with usually no cost to yourself. Um, so I got a 7 to 9, which means I only get to ask one of the questions from this list. The questions being, what happened here recently? What's about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? Or what here is not what it appears to be? So I'm going to ask... Um... What is about to happen? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, you think about it for a bit and you, re you remember that this is actually the security alarm. This is the alarm that goes off after all the power to the security doors have been cut. That's oh, at a complete power there, loss. And, and what you're... And, you know, as you're thinking that, all the power in the entire factory goes off. The alarm goes off, the lights go off, the factory doors close... Go. Completely. So it just goes completely into darkness. And then, like, mm -hmm. a second later, the emergency, like, the battery backup red nope. lights go on. Nope. Zero he's, lights He's waiting all. there. He's so used to this because he's, like, designed these kinds of things before. But he's like, lights go out. One, two, three. Red emergency lights. And then he's, he's like... But at, and as you're thinking this, there's He's actually, like, oh, this must be the new system, some which light. is seven seconds. Now, now, that, now that you think about it, you know, there, but there is some light happening outside the windows... There's this light getting really bright, really bright, and it's getting brighter and brighter, and it's almost like someone's shining some floodlights in, and then, poof, gone. That's disconcerting. Uh, he tries, like, and to take a mental thinking, snapshot. And as, and as he does that, mm -hmm. these guys are in the woods somewhere. Us? Yeah, you guys. This is... You guys are, you know, why are you guys in out in the jungle anyway? I'm on patrol, clearly. I'm to make sure that the uh, frontier of Tamarn is secure at all times for the hedged incursions. Are you, we together you hanging out? You tell me, are you guys together? Well, I, I would say that she's probably just practicing and exercising because she doesn't patrol. The only patrol. I don't actually know if she's old enough to have, like, a job yet. Ah, uh, perhaps not. And kind of as you're, you're wandering around, maybe you see each other, maybe you don't. But what you do both see, definitely, is this really bright light. Right, you know, maybe a few hundred yards forward. Kind of like a big like half dome, almost. And you realize that this is the exact spot where you guys have started expanding your ruby mine. Mm. Like, this is like ruby mine location number two that you started off. And it's like crazy bright light like this like the stars almost dim in response to it and you feel this really visceral sort of nauseous feeling mm. too much water she <laughs> too much and it's really dark in that factory oh you're staying with them no, just, just letting you know oh okay yeah and so she immediately starts to, you know, she picks up her hammer, starts to walk towards it. She's the she, kind of person who walks towards trouble. Well, she's going cautiously, slowly. Um, like stealthily, slowly, or just Just carefully? cautiously. Because she doesn't feel very well, number one. Hmm. Is it getting worse as she goes closer? Nope. Yeah, so she's it's actually fading, now yeah. that the light's kind of gone down a little bit. And so she's still going over cautiously, you know, she's at the ready, hmm. clearly. But not, like, so much that she's afraid that, like, if someone not just, like, accidentally, like, blew something up that she's gonna, like, hit one of her 
so villagers. Environmentally, what's happening? Environmentally? Yeah. You're in the jungle? Yeah. You're kind of... Yeah. You've seen some light on the horizon? What do you do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I patrol in the direction of you the continue, light. You patrol right towards <laughs> that. To he, he calls it patrolling. Yeah. And you I patrol that way. See, you guys get there, no problem. I mean, you know this jungle like the back of your hand. You've been here a billion times, and you know this area. This is Patrol 55. Patrol 55. Right through this area. 55. And um, you don't see the mine anymore at all. In fact, there's, there's this huge kind of, well, actually it's half of a big gray building, like a big square building mm. there. Mm. And... Uh, Definitely not your mind. Smacks of Hedgian mischief. <laughs> and uh, Yola, who is who has practically well, who has very definitively, you know, encouraged two other uh, Nohain soldiers to uh, to investigate with him. People who were not necessarily stationed for duty today. But nonetheless, did join him a after a conversation. No, he was talking about. Oh no, no, I'm talking about some other guys. Oh no, okay. so he, so yeah, he leads uh, two other of the uh, these uh, Nohain wingmen uh, to to surround the uh, this this new structure and to observe. Are you, so you're just walking right up to us? Uh, well, there, I'm. He's he, they're flanking the structure. They're making making a yeah. They're making a triangle. You, you see him. Popping up, popping out of the bushes, like maybe like twenty feet from where you're standing there with your big old hammer. And so she, she, she does have a hemp uh, way to you know strap the hammer kind of across her back, and she, mm. she kind of nods to him and points up because if your guys are flanking the bottom, and mm. so because she can. She starts to climb up to the top to see if she can peer down because it's it's like the side of a building, but I'm yeah. assuming you can kind of tell it's not well, it's a fully enclosed structure. No, there's like definitely half of it's missing. Yeah, so she you figures can... she can like go on and try to at least look down from so that you part. Kinda, you see into shimmy it. up the building. Yeah. All right, give me give me a dex. Oh right, oh I'm just kind of shit at that. I mean it's a, it's it's a really high building. Maybe I should before you do that. Let me let me make it really clear. That that building's like fifty feet tall. You know, okay. fairly tall building, kind of you know, smoothish on the sides. You've never seen material. But there's like some jagged either. parts on oh, the, yeah, sure. the if edge you want, where if it's you want half. climb up there. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So it's a seven. All right, you do okay. Yeah. And there's some. It's definitely know, not the most graceful scrabble up the side of a oh, building yeah, with her hammer. Bits of on that. Her back. Are, bits of that are falling off. Crunch, crunch, crunch down onto the bottom of the ground. And uh, you inside the building hear a couple things. First thing you hear is. Crumble, 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 crunch. As part of the building, you know, is clearly structurally unsound, or perhaps there's something going on in another room. Then you hear this other sound, and it sounds a little bit like maybe if Russian went through a blender. What? If a Russian, Russian went through no, a blender? No, like Russian language. Like if you took Russian. Oh, I thought it was like, like if a Russian was, man was, like, was so screaming. screaming. <laughs> yeah, Russian screaming. No, it's it's like, like the language. Dying. The language is close to what you can come up with is kind of like Russian, but it's, it's nothing you can understand. So, yeah, so he, he, it gives him like the slightest thoughts of Russian, but he knows enough about many different um, earth languages that he. That he Earth language. It sounds alien. Um, 
And so he was actually reaching for, like, because he's got his, like, tool belt on yeah, him. Cause, completely in the dark. Yeah, he's got his tool belt on him because he was working on these machines here. And he goes and reaches for his flashlight. But then when he hears this speaking, this, like... It's hushed, too. It's definitely... It's, like, it's like yeah, hushed uh, uh, thing. So he's going to, like, just crouch down on... You know, he's, he's up working on a machine up higher because he's working on one of the, like, assembly arms. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have... So he just, like, gets down quiet and just listens. What are you listening for? He's trying to listen to these voices to, to to figure out who's here. It's not voices that he recognizes. It's not a language that he recognizes. And the security alarm went off. More discerning reality, then I think. Uh, yeah, he's trying to he's trying to figure out what what it is that they're doing here. And that is only a six. A six, which I believe counts as a. That's value. As not so good. Yeah. So you're listening, you know, really carefully. And, you know, you're, you're hearing these guys and I, maybe it's because it's so dark or maybe it's because, you know, you're a little freaked out, but what you, you don't quite hear this door open behind you. But what you do see is this, the light actually opens up. So, like, the outside light st- kind of starts coming in. And you see this shadow, and it's definitely not a human shadow, kind of looming over you as you're kind of like crouched behind this little countertop. Or machine, yeah, way up high. Yeah, something like, you know, it may be, you know, you tell me what you're crouching behind. Crouching behind, behind an assembly arm. Like, he's behind up on an a, assembly arm. He's up arm. on, a, like, a, you know, like a graded floor, because okay, like so an you're, access. you're a little higher up? Okay. Yeah, he was, so you he was see, quite high up. You're kind of looking down into here, and the door opens up, and the light kind of flows in, and there's these, like, huge figure like and there are you're not sure might be horns probably the probably a trick of the light honestly but you listen really hard and you don't hear a thing he's yeah so I mean he's trying to figure out what's going on and he's finds himself unable to comprehend what is going on which uh, completely rattles him oh yeah and he's gonna stay quiet and he's just he's like watching to try to figure out I mean he he's yeah, he's the only one here, and the security alarm's triggered, so he's just staying down. Alright, and you, so you're kind of scrambling up the edge of this building, and you see some definite movement down at the bottom, on the kind of the other side, of opposite of where you are. You're kind of in the middle here, so like, if I yeah. draw this, you know, you've got your big building here, and it's kind of crumbly on this side here. Yeah. And you're hearing something over here, you're about here. Yeah. And she's, you know, kind of coming up here. Yeah. So, whatever. So say, where do we hear say, stuff on the opposite let's say side? The, the flankers are over here or whatever. Right here. Right here. You're definitely hearing some, some something over there. Yeah. And you're uh, right here. This is YOLO, a lie for YOLO. Without hesitation, you know, begins to make his way towards what is clearly a uh, an invading structure. Uh, just like the, the materials... Like the artificial angles of this place, uh, Yolo is a very collected individual. He's not like anxious because of this, but again, but very, very much kind of driven to act with this kind of uh, whatever, uh, whatever with the interference of this, of this, uh, and the appearance of the structure. So it begins to just immediately kind of go towards this uh, sound, and his wings are kind of just—they basically. 
Oh, you recognize it as, as Hedgian language immediately. Oh, I can hear Hedgian language. Oh, yeah, you, you definitely gotcha. hear it. Oh, sweet. Yeah. They're apparently not, not too aware of you. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, you know, again, I, I, I see the communication of the wings as, like, it's somewhat similar to communication with flags and that you can, like, communicate really short ideas actively, mm-hmm. or you can just, like, flip, set flip. them up and, like... Like cat ears or something. Right. Or if again, if some, if if you're not like actually communicating directly with someone, you can just kind of put them in a certain like place that kind of communicates a little bit of an orientation, mm-hmm. and he kind of like sets them to kind of like a whatever hedgian, like whatever, just like a symbol or danger. It's kind of like a little bit of a oh, yeah. an amorphous symbol. I'm sure and there's then, a symbol for hedgian in there somewhere. Right, and then wades in, like starts going towards that uh, that sound. So you're just you're just sneaking up there. You're not gonna. I'm. Uh, yeah. He's, he's just coming up to see what's going on. He is. He is going towards the sound. He is going to eliminate this threat. You, you go right over there. There's um, two big old hedgians right there, and they they look a little startled. To be honest, they weren't expecting you to show up. Yeah. Fuck these guys. Attack. Okay. You uh, you attack one of them. Deal damage. Yeah. Hell yeah. One of them. So I, I rolled d10. Well, he's right? not really doing damage yet, right? No, he's dealing damage. They were surprised. Oh, okay, gotcha. He, he gets to damage one. Of I them. did four damage. All right. So, uh, so uh, Okay, Yoldo. So, so tell me about it. What, what do you do? Yeah, Yoldo you don't comes. You deal damage. What happens? Right. Yeah, Yoldo comes right around the kind of this the the very precise corner of the structure. And the Hedgians, the Hedgians kind of turn, unexpecting him, but he just whatever with 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 poise and uh, you know the you know a kind of a, a a burst of speed just runs forward and stabs one of them through their leg with his uh, his kind of solid iron. Uh, I guess you'd call it a, a, a long sword of types. It's just a basically it's just it's just a single spike. It doesn't right. even have the crossbar. But, uh, um, yeah, exactly. It doesn't have the crossbar of a sword. It's just a straight But it's basically a, a spike that's kind of, like, semi-flat, and it's almost really oval. It doesn't even have, like, a cutting edge. Mm-hmm. And it just stabs him uh, through, and he's, then you see him rip screams. it out. He screams. Yeah. He screams extremely loudly. You definitely hear this kind of guttural, like, ah, noise from outside. Can you see it all yet, or is it still just pitch black? Um, you actually can see a little better now that the door's open. So he's on the but same level. Up, so is half the factory here, or is the whole thing? Um, the room you're in is complete. Okay. There's a door that really should open up, kind of here. There should be a door here, and that should go into another room. Gotcha. But that room's missing. Okay, gotcha. So this door, which is open, like so. So there's light coming from outside. Yeah, now. there's a light coming from in here, which is lighting this area enough for you to maybe maneuver a little more safely. All right. So, also, at the sound of the scream, Nahala pulls her hammer, and she's kind of, like, just holding it up here at the ready, and she stopped at the upper level, which is, I think, the level he's on, and she starts sprinting at full speed down towards the sound, and essentially ends up running, like, within inches of him, but because she's charging straight forward. You've got a scary alien bug lady... Running with a giant you, serrated with, hammer. With a giant serrated hammer, what do you do? 
Um, I mean, he's got nothing on him to. I mean, he's he's in a. Uh, 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 he doesn't even have his he new, just his new himself, which like, is okay. jungle body. He's soft and squishy, like an <laughs> IT guy. Yeah, exactly. He's actually wearing he's actually wearing uh, glasses, and um, he's got gunners on. Yeah, safety goggles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's actually wearing yeah he's wearing uh, safety goggles at the at the current time, uh, which you know, and and so he's looking over and uh, okay, he's gonna, um, I mean, he's gonna scramble backwards. I mean, he's like, he sees this thing. I mean, the Nohanes, they're like legs bend backwards. They have like backwards. It's like knees. a giant. So it's like even if he can only see the silhouette, like it's looks like, like an alien. Alien. So he's gonna like, I mean, he's gonna just. Would you define that scrambling backwards in a panic manner? A dangerous move? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I, I, I don't know. Are you, are you, are you, you to... tell me, are you doing it carefully, or are you are you looking behind you? No, he's keeping an eye on the, uh, on the creature, and, like, trying to, I mean, he's, like, putting his hand behind him, and he's just, like, backing up. He wants to get off of this platform, because it's very restrictive. Like, he wants to get his feet onto how, how the factory ground. Um, he's gonna go sprint down the stairs. Alright, sprinting down the stairs. Or, I mean, I guess... Let's see. Okay, he knows this factory super, super well. He's here all the time. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to... He's, he's So, he's frightened, but he's going to... Not terrified. But he's not terrified, so let's say he... Um, like, he knows that there's, that there's let, like, a... Let, let me do one thing before you do that. What? Just give me... Give me a will check. Just roll my wisdom? Mm-hmm. Roll your wisdom. I just want to see... If you're any, if you're rattled at all by this, I just want to Okay. See. This is for like yep. fear? Yeah, for fear. I rolled extremely well. I rolled twelve. You are so collected that you're totally able to get down these stairs, no problem. Okay. So you want me to roll it? So then I guess I'm going down the stairs. Yeah. You're is down, it you're down the stairs. Is it I was gonna enough? jump down through a chain because of the way that I knew. Oh okay. you do that. You do yeah. that. That's what he's doing. So that would make noise. So does that alert me? Ton of me? noise. Ton of noise. Oh yeah, because yeah, he grabs. He like grabs a um, like a. Th- there's like a, a, a chain that lifts up something, and he just like he grabs onto it because he knows it'll give him like a quick but controlled descent down, so he can get down to the factory floor. And how far down is the floor? Well, let's see. It's it's kind of divided by. Mm, it's almost about twenty five feet each level. And so our- twenty five feet. Twenty five feet. And our disposition is mostly that we would Your disposition? Like, we're not hardier creatures, so like 25 feet would be like a human jump. You definitely wouldn't, yeah, you definitely wouldn't jump down there naturally unless you're particularly good at that. I'm strong, but I'm not particularly dexterous, so... You might want to go down the stairs then. Yeah, but she Unless you want to defy danger and do it You might break a blade. Or crack a nail. Yeah. So And you see a big hedging shadow down there as well. I mean Ooh. there's a shadow down there? Oh yeah, you don't you don't miss that. Did I see enough of did I see him? Mm, yeah. So weird squishy pink yeah, thing so she's totally sees running down there. A weird squishy pink thing and she sees the hedging. And you kinda get a weird vibe from him too. Something you're not usually used to yeah. with non no hane, but So you're you're in too much of a of a hurry. So she changes course from the sound and Sprints on over to the chain mm-hmm. and mimics exactly what he does, wiggling. and like holding her hammer still in one hand, okay. goes on down. That sounds a little dangerous. Holding on to your hammer like that, you can toss your hammer down no, and get down would... safely, or you can try to do this in. No, she's gonna. She's gonna say she has 
biceps so steeled. All right, so go ahead and, and roll your. Uh, you want to do strength for that? I'm gonna assume it's strength. I'll let you do strength. You can go down really slow. She's defying danger. Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. So she nice. got an eight plus so ten. So ten. Ooh, you, got you do it expertly. You get down there. You don't land on the human, the squishy pink thing. Uh, and yeah, he's taken of, off in a sprint to uh, the manager's office. You're, so where's the manager's office here? Uh, the manager's office is... Um, <laughs> it was over was here. Over, okay, it was over here. So you're running towards this door. Um, well, so you're saying I, there's no manager's office that I'm going to find? Well, there might be parts of the manager's office. You find, like, the slash office. the edge of the building. Yeah. Um, okay, if that's where I'm running, then sure. Alright, you can change it, knowing that. Uh, I, I want to get to the manager's office. Is the manager's office over there? Well, it was over there. This is kind of, like, missing so space. So you're saying no. But he can see that there's missing yeah, space. Yeah, you can definitely see that there's, like, bits crumbling around. You don't see a manager's office over there. Okay, then he's going to... But there's maybe, a, like, a storage closet over here. Yeah, so he's going to, you know, he knows he knows where, um, uh... Okay, so he was going to go to the manager's office because that was going to be easier to get into... But uh, he looks over there and sees something is wrong with that side of the factory. So he's going to uh, he's going to head over here more towards the door and the where shadowy the, figure where the security um, where the security office is. All right, security. He's trying office. to get a firearm. And so she's seeing him running towards that, and so she simultaneously screams out, unfortunately, in, in no the language pain. she can't understand. Stop! And begins running towards. Okay. Him. What, what, what's the closest? Too? Description of Nohane language that maybe a human would describe hearing it as. It's well, I mean, like, I don't how, like how the you tell me. Yeah, it would just good. be a sharp like. Well, Russian's more more the Hedgian style. Oh, that's the Hedgian style. Give, okay. give me give me the Nohane description. You don't have to say it. It in that sounds language, like a meta- like if you took like like French and. Hawaiian, but made it like sound a little bit more metallic. Ooh, so there's some maybe they have like Lord. extra vocal cords Jagged. in there somewhere to like yeah. make that. Because there's a lot of like there's a lot of vowels in it, as understood by their names. Mm-hmm. But they're but especially with her scream, it's a very it's a very almost metallic sound. And you hear it for sure. Yeah, she's for yelling, sure. She's and she's just saying somebody. stop, stop running there, stop. Because okay. she can tell he's not a Hedgian, so that's just that. It's news. pretty obvious. You're running directly towards. Yeah, because even if from everything else, he's. She's just way like, squishy shorter. pink thing, stop! Squishy pink thing, please stop. <laughs> or maybe not the please, but certainly. And so you're running towards here? Yeah, he's, he's like. He's running at the. He's running at the, uh, the security office, and he's going to try to get in. I mean, he's the kind of guy that, like, he. He knows, like, it's going to be locked, right? Because there's no one... Um, it's locked. There's, there's, this is not the security office, but it's the security... Storage room? Um, like, storage room, yeah. Like, as close a thing to an armory as a Chevy factory would have. Yeah, and so, honestly, the gun in there probably isn't registered. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. but he's going to run over. He knows the door is going to be locked, but he... Um, How's he uh, going to open that door? He's going to... Um, well, he's going to spout lore? When I consult my accumulated knowledge about something? Well, tell me tell, I mean, tell me how. I don't understand what you're asking for. You're gonna spout lore, and that's... He's going to know how to get into that office. Okay, go ahead. So is that a spout lore? Yeah. Okay. 
He just knows. Oh, horrible. Ooh. So four, and it is with they intelligence. They just changed so the locks. six. Actually, he just barely misses it. You know, he thinks he knows how. Yeah, so sure. he, so yeah, he heads over, like, he's, he's seen, uh, he thinks he knows how, so let's say it's a, uh, oh, it's a particular, it's like, like, the door's jammed. There's, it's like, a weakness like in the, uh, in the thing. He knows that, like, it never actually is closed properly. They, like, they, they have jimmied something that makes it feel closed, but if you, like, hit it in just the right spot, it actually flies open, like, so you hit about, this door. It just goes, boom, force. and hits it, and the it door, just doesn't even budge. The door jiggles a little makes a huge oh. noise and uh, you see now this giant monstrously huge figure with these like huge curving back horns and it's got a pistol which, it, which is just weird <laughs> well, like what's the pistol look like it's kind of like a flintlock pistol like old school okay uh, it ha- doesn't have your pistol um, meanwhile you're outside you still are uh, grappling with these guys yeah would you say you're kind of hacking and slashing or what are you doing uh well first of all I scream not wait Johnny which is to say ruby fire and magic which is a huge war cry oh, and yeah. Yolo Yoldo is just beasting it I mean nice. whoever shows up is his next foe and I, there's just currently two guys I don't know if more people are out there but yeah he's he's just he's just given he, he's he's given what he's got so, yeah, he's hacking right. and slashing. Go ahead and roll hack and slash. Alright, so I just roll 2d6 again, right? Yep. Nice. I got nine. Nice. Is that strength or is that, what is that? Does it, do I add anything um, on Um, I believe it is strength. You should have hack, hack and slash. Oh, hack and slash. Yeah, yeah, you need your, your basic moves. Oh, my bad. Reference. Yeah, you're adding this guy. Hack and slash. Right here. Uh, strength. Yeah, so I got an 11. So add your strength. Okay, you do damage. Give, a, give me a roll. Yeah. Uh, so now that's now D10, right? Yep. I got a six. Wow. Um, okay, so are you attacking the guy you just hit, or... Yeah, I'm trying is to... The guy with, is I'm... he attacking the guy with the with the pistol? No, that guy's inside. So I stab a guy. So you've got one... Oh, two, he's fighting out here. I three. thought they went into the factory. Yeah, he's still outside. No, oh, so I, I'm dealing with a third guy. Understood. Yeah, so I stab a guy through the leg, and then as I rip out... The, uh, the whatever the blade like again this is a round kind of spike but it somehow it has a cutting edge and then I kind of go back and him. Kind of any magical effect? Well, at the, this at the same time, well the 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 blade itself kind of uh, again as it pierces as it cuts, it's not actually touching the metal, so it's not like there's blood on the blade. It's just kind of like you know a, a force movement that just kind of moves the flesh out of the way uh, as, as it cuts. But as he kind of ri- wrenches the blade forward. He like stomps on the ground as hard as they can, he can, and like draws a line in the, in the air. And there's kind of a little bit of like a wave as kind of like just a, a a solid kind of area of the air kind of just holds for just one second, just giving him like a moment of defense on the left side as he kind of like continues to slash in at the uh, at the the hedging. So he's got has a little bit of a defensive kind of like nice. weave up here, and then he's just like coming at this guy. Oh great! I meant I meant to do one thing for you when you failed to. Which open that door? You get an experience point for that. So. Oh sweet! So please mark I that. My, and right. you get one too when you failed. Or no, you didn't. I didn't fail you yet. Just, you just. I'm uh, the first person to you're fail. You're the first failure, Greg. It's okay. That's good. Now you have an experience point. Be sure to mark that. I did. So you kill that hedging dead. Yeah. So dead, like OMG dead. Does that count as me denying mercy to a criminal or unbeliever? Yeah, you didn't really have a chance to give him any mercy because you didn't ask. That's true. I never really did ask. You never really did ask. Um, I regret nothing. Clearly, a right. weird half building showed up. We just really decided to kill shit. Time. 
Um, I just want to make it clear that I'm trying to deny mercy to the criminals and unbelievers. So, back back in the back in the <laughs> factory, that uh, that Hedgian, uh, get he's got his gun out. He's you know he's kind of cocked it in that way. You know that he's clearly going to use it on you, and he just points it right at you. You have seconds. Can I... Half a second. Can I... Am I close you enough to intervene? Defend? I do. You want to defend? Okay. Yeah, you're definitely close. You, you've been running over there the whole time, right? Yeah. So, defend... Sorry, I don't have all this done. So, what That's the hell right. am, I, am I supposed to just roll so, for it? Yeah, you defend. could explain what it is you're, what so, you're doing in flavor and figure yeah, out what So, she doing. just... I mean, she's screaming, stop, stop. And then she essentially screams out, now changing, because she knows... Their language, and she screams like oh, basically. She knows yes, she does. Oh. Um, you have to tell me that story. Yes, which is not a known fact amongst her people, and she knows enough to scream, "Fuck you, you stupid douche!" And she just like starts lunging at him, and she doesn't really have enough really to be completely good, but she's at least trying to smack it as she like oh, yeah. jumps in front of the pinky squishy thing and tries to hit his hand and hit that um, gun. Good luck. <laughs> oh, nice. Sweet. Right. So I don't actually know what. Um, so, so if you're if you're basically trying to stand in defense more than hacking of... and slashing, you get. I mean, to it could be easy. either. It's either an eleven or a twelve. Yeah, and ten or more is all the same. Yeah, it's yeah. just a success. Yeah. Wow. Cool. So that's good. So okay, he's gonna so, that guy's hand so a defense so is holes. like a it's a declared thing. So now you are defending him. So these are yours. Okay. Those um, are holds. Those are holds. Now, how holds work? That's the question. Holds, uh, well, spend when it's right. defend, you can specifically spend them that when the thing that you're defending is attacking, when is attacked, you can spend hold, one for one, to choose to redirect the attack, half the damage, uh, open up the attacker to an ally, which gives them a bonus to their next attack, or deal damage to the attacker equal to your level. So you have this option of how you want to apply that defense. Now, because you rolled very well, you essentially get three of them. I believe holds can also just be spent for a plus one, but I don't actually know because I didn't read the rules. So do I do this all at once, though? Nope. No, you, okay. just, you, just hold, you so, hold on to them. Got yeah. it. Cool. So you're now defending him. Cool. Um, then when he sees this, like, she just steps in, or it just steps in between it's it and me. It. And it's battling and it's so like something in a weird and sort of like... Like that Russian language again. Yeah, and it like all of a sudden, it like stands there with this with this hammer and like is like like getting ready to strike. So he's he wants to um, he's faced with the decision to uh, to either try to get into that security office again because he's he knows that if given enough time, like he can get into anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's just he's got like the the know how, um, but. He could also just, like, take the spanner that he just still has in his hand that he was working on that machine with and just try to whack the thing with the spanner. <laughs> um, but it's Which way larger than It's him. a way and big guy, not, and he's got a gun. And he's not, like, a, so he's going to, um... I mean, you're confident going on that chain, but that doesn't spill over to it. Yeah, I love that he's not just pissing himself, because I might just curl up in a ball and just yeah. cry a little Well, bit. it's his indomitable will, really. His wisdom is yeah. able to keep him so composed. Uh... Perhaps. And plus, he, perhaps he's just mentally ill. And he, he, he like he watches Locks a lot of sci-fi, and so for him, he's just like, "This is awesome." <laughs> it's like uh, even that show Defiance, which I love and watch all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ching. 
<laughs> and uh, so I'm thinking he I, I he's gonna try to get into that room, but I don't know I don't know how and I don't know exactly how the mechanics would apply in this situation. Well, let's. So see. I just completely failed to get in the room. You you failed one time. Um. So is it just you just you keep continue. banging your head against you the could, wall, or you could look around, maybe see what you can find, or perhaps discerning realities to discover something. Oh yeah, I guess that's what it would be. So yeah, you're going. So hmm. he the the door's been fixed, and so he takes a moment. The, the gun was pointed at him, but now this, this thing has put itself in the way, and he takes that moment to, like, to go and look at the door and the, and the whole security office, because he knows that he can get in. He's really good at this. He's always, like, looking at a situation, like, those are the outs, you know? He's, he's always thinking like that. Right. So, should I, should yeah. I discern realities there? Yeah, discern realities, man. Oh! Oh, That's dear God. Whoa. So that will not be a success. Well, he... Despite um, outward appearances, he is actually um, uh, quite scared in this situation. And, you know, he's had a gun pointed at him, which is not an occurrence he's had in his life. And despite coming in, standing in the way, but you get... Good luck, pistol versus serried and hammer. So just to understand the mechanics, because I don't fully understand. So I failed. Does that mean you get a move, I get a move. Okay. I get a move no matter what you do. I haven't been... Oh, wait, even when I fully succeed? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so I it's actually don't know and the mechanics of, of how things are happening. Well, how this is happening is you've just attempted to discern a truth about something. So yeah. that doesn't happen. That doesn't fail. happen. Not yes. only does that not happen, but something bad's going to happen. Okay. So, if you have a suggestion, I'm willing to think about how, Well, how I mean, this, I don't, I don't this... actually know. I just, I for me, it's helpful if I know explicitly what's happening in the mechanics. Otherwise, I'm not um... quite sure... Um, what's before. going on. So now that that doesn't happen, you don't want to act before she introduces a new element. Is that what I'm hearing? No, 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 no. I just, I'm I'm finding myself in this moment a little unclear what the, what the flow of events right. is from the mechanics perspective. Gotcha. This is well, the, the problem I had at Free RPG Day, and I could read the book to discover okay, this, but okay. I have not. Let me, let me just look it up and see what they have yeah, to so say what, about What exactly it. did you do? Sorry. I, I, I mean, he saying. tried to figure out another way to get into... The door right. into, in, into the security office because what, what seems logical to me again let's 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 all kind of suggest stuff as we're learning these rules. Mm-hmm. It seems like that kind of thing might create a delay. Uh, just take, you just waste time, which causes which allows other people to act in a negative in a way that's, that worsens the situation for you. Um, you could say that also. You, whatever. Is, is this something that I'm choosing? But I think, no, 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 no. I like think basically, it could be either things. It's like, just a negative outcome. It's not necessarily have to do with you. Like Basically, the, the choice you make results in an outcome that worsens your situation. Yeah, because I thought it was so, like, if I fail, I could have damage dealt against me. You can. Well, you if could, because like, you could not well, get into the there room, are lots of ways so to some of this fighting to, could to get on you. Yeah, I'm just, all I'm wondering is what mechanically is happening next because well, of my she, failure. Yeah, her move, I think the, a lot the GM... Of, a lot of things could mechanically like happen. Like, the GM has a I'm list saying. of okay. moves that they can do. I have a whole list, and And that's what I've been, I haven't had a, a you want the list? that happening. Gotcha. No, 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 I just, I kind of want to know, all right. Well, maybe you do the same thing again, but, like, again, Well, the, like, here's the story an, an example of something that could happen is you, you know, you attempt to unlock, the, you try, like, undo, like, the keypad or something, and you get electrocuted, so you take some yeah. damage. Yeah. So is that what happened? Because I would be very satisfied if that was what happened. Because then that I feel like I understand was my what was going to happen. Is that's all I've been asking for is what happens when I fail. I was, 
Well, you're I, not let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, I think man. there was a difference between mechanics and story. I understand. And it seems well, like I, mechanics get. You guys actually have story. explained to me what yeah. happens, and now I I understand. Dude, I have no idea what the fuck's going on either. I'm with you. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I had this problem at Free RPG Day. <laughs> but if you were to describe, and the I'm tr- fiction, I was trying to resolve it. Probably here. too. Right, right, right. I, yeah, and I mean, well, I mean, it's not like I knew Robo, so I'm in. I'm in a comfort zone with my not knowing. Alright, so let's, let's, I get, let's, I get let's it rewind now. 30 seconds I get it now, thank you. It let's, yeah, yeah. So let, let's rewind and just a moment. And I'm, I'm happy you said that. Okay, cool. The, you know, it's important so, to go through this. Yeah, he's, he's taken a moment and he's, you know, he's. I rolled a discern reality. He's got snake eyes. And so he looks. Um, he's like looking over and he's like, well, fuck. Okay, I was going to use he that spanner the right trick. And he's like, so now he's going to try to figure out how's, how's best to get in. Yeah, that could be maybe he, he tried. It seems like the, the GM is the one that tells you exactly what you do. Okay, like, yeah. We're, cool. we're, so we're in the habit of that. Or, what, saying, or like, what happens in yeah. general. All right, yeah. I'm discerning realities I and I fail. Okay, and you, you are, uh, you're attempting to get in there, and, and you come up with this great idea of, of jamming your spanner into the uh, into the security The electronic block. He sees the model oh, number, and he's like, right oh, there. those oh, ones... Huge security flaw. You if you never break jam it, your spanner into a door. If you break it, it, uh, being a man. it unlocks. It's like it, one of the one of the worst design flaws in this thing. You can't believe yeah. that they've still had this thing installed. But all he has to do is just smash it, mm-hmm. and he can like just pull the, so, the bolt over. So you take your damage die worth of da- damage, which is a d6. Okay. Uh, oh. oh, so you roll d6. Gotcha. Roll oh, I got d6. Not max. Uh, it ignores armor. Because you're being electrocuted. I forgot to actually figure out if I have armor. In this setting, uh, it's wouldn't. whatever armor back you here, have. I, like, a leather jacket might give you armor. No, I mean, like, in, in at this point, in 2003, start, during yeah. the event. Clean room, or clean lab room. Two. Two damage, so you take two damage. All right. That's so you so bad. You, see, you hear this uh, <laughs> behind you, and um, the, the Hedgian... What are you trying to tell me? The Hedgian takes this opportunity to shoot at him. As well. Okay, so did so, I? But did I connect? Like, so I can use these you right can now. If you want. Oh, got it. Oh, or, so he, or he'll I'm shoot it. Taking damage from both. No, 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 no not necessarily. He's, oh, okay. he's shooting at you. So tell me if I'm doing this wrong. But so I'd use this to say I'm redirecting the attack from the okay. thing I defend to myself. Okay. Which is I'm not only smashing his hand down, which would be having the attack, and. Do I use these all in one go, or do no, I No, you can save them. Okay, so I do that. So I smash sure. his hand down, and I'm hitting at it with my serrated hammer. But I'm also maneuvering my body in front, so that it would be me in front of it. Okay, Because so, this squishy pink thing kind of looks like a giant. Herself, right? Yeah, so you want to roll you, the attack, you roll against, attack yourself. against yourself. Here, the other one. You probably want two. Okay, I'll need two. Oh, I need to do... Oh... Wait, right? I rolled two against no, myself? No, just the damage. What, what, just what the is damage. it? Sorry. You roll an attack against yourself, right? No, no, no. Well, I think you, just the damage. It's just damage. I'll totally take the two I just rolled. I yeah, let, I'll, I'll cool. let you take the two. Um, but if it, if it's attacking me, isn't it damage against me? And no, I put my body in between. She is, she is flung Dude, squishy pink away. thing reminds gotcha. me of a large gerbil. I had a gerbil as a child. Aww. I thought I thought people I hope did you roll attacks against themselves. You protected that gerbil as well as you Wait, protected Greg. I believe it's damage, I mean, not. Uh, you don't, but you don't roll the double sixes. No, it's not no. an action. That was that was my mistake. Newbie, uh, newbie not, DM here. The, the GM move is just damage to you. Yeah, that's an attack. Uh, I thought the GM could decide that you're getting attacked, but you the roll the dice for the attack against yourself. But I guess that the partial no, thing would matter. Yeah, it's, it's the die. It's, 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 it's just the, the damage. It's the so damage. I got two. Okay. So, Where do I put and that? you halved it. Yes. Yeah, so so it's only one, and your armor is. Oh, because you spent two holds. 
You must have armor. Oh no, I only redirected the attack from the thing to defend myself. Yeah. Okay. Having is a different thing you can spend it on. Yeah. Right. I do have armor, but I didn't write any down. Well, if you have at least you one. Should, you, yeah, you, she definitely does. As a fighter, she has like so, two. two. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I have gear. I have scale armor, two armor, three weight. I don't really actually know what that means. Uh, well, the weight is just for encumbrance, but you have two armor. Yeah, so I got two damage and two armor. Does that mean I got no that damage? That means zero damage. Oh, so it's just so I'm coming out ahead so on this, this one. So this um, boy, boing right off the the you know tip of your hammer goes flying off in the other direction. You hear this crash as a window explodes, you know, and he's looking like, oh great, now I have to reload. So he starts reloading. Okay. Meanwhile, we're back out here. You have one hedgian left to go. Yeah. He the- he picks up his saber because now he's pretty close to you and yeah. he doesn't want to he doesn't want to whip out his yeah, pistol anymore dance. whips whips out his saber and and like lunges at you alright so basically I'm uh so as I, I already I, I put up this uh this kind of like whatever defensive weave and I uh I do so I use kind of this this big stomp action to kind of put up the weave and then I strengthen it by Smashing against the the corpse of the Hedgian that that's already died, and uh, while holding my hand in the spot, and just kind of channel some strength, energy, and, and hope to deflect the blow of uh, of the the the, the, he- the last right. Hedgian is that, saber. Is that a move you have? Uh, no, I think I'm just trying to whatever like you were trying, trying to, to defend, defend danger. Uh, defy danger. So you're defying with danger with strength. With your strength. I think that is, unless it's con. I think it's one of the two. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a strength. Yeah, issue. I'm just trying to resist the blow. It'd be like trying to block with the sword, but I'm just using. Yeah, by power and kinetic through, magic. Probably. All right. Uh, so wait, hold on. Ooh. Intense. Too intense. Here. You drop both of your dice individually there in you different have directions. Have more. Have in different directions. Okay, so I do roll these. Uh, so I gotta get a nine. A nine. Ooh, so oh, close. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Close. So you uh, you successfully. Block that attack, it's kind of coming in there. Yeah. And you're kind of, you know, faced with this Hedgian now who's like right in your space. Oh, we're in the, yeah, definitely. Eye to eye. Right. They're in the beast in his face. And I tell him, I tell him, you have trespassed on our tribal lands and will pay the ultimate price. He doesn't seem to understand you. But, uh. Of course he doesn't. <laughs> or else he never would have come here in the first place. <laughs> or else. Well, unless you're speaking in Hedgian, too. Of course not. Of course not. The, the, oh, the beast's it was, it, tongue. Yeah. The uh, wild the, language would never touch my in the distance, buggy lips. You know, as you're kind of facing away from... You're kind of facing this way, and you see a light, and you recognize this kind of light. It's not a it's not a no-hame light. It's not a fuzzy glowing light. This is like one of those like big gas lamp, lamps uh, kind of thing with like a mirrored thing. Yeah. So, so someone's Bullseye coming... Bullseye lantern. Someone's coming out... From the forest, and they're yelling in Hedgian. Wow. All right. Well, I'll. Uh, I'll so there def- are more coming. Okay. I continue with my uh, battle cry of ruby fire and magic to try to to uh, attract my comrades who were supposed to be flanking this building with me. <laughs> they're a little derpy too. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. One on a million. I mean, fine. In in the meantime, she is also she's deflected this, but she starts yelling again in Hedgian, being like. Go back, leave. You don't want to die. Turn back. Go away. And she's just saying that, screaming that at the Hedgian. Uh, the Hedgian is definitely interested in you now. Um, the little electrocuted dude is not even close to a threat. Um, 
And it, it turns to you, and uh, he just mouths off in this, like, really just disgusting language that basically just kind of... And she's got, like, a lower level Oh, yeah, so, so you, you understand something along the lines of he's called you uh, a, a bitch, uh, no hain, uh, puddle of just, like, snot or something. There's, like, a word that's way worse in Hedgian, and you know it's bad, yeah. but... I mean, he's just... He, seems that she knows the curse words you, pretty well. He's called you, like, really Agreed, filthy... Yeah. Filthy, filthy, filthy name. And uh, he's finished reloading his pistol. And he takes, you know, aim at you. So she goes to hack and slash. Okay. And unless... Yeah, I feel like I can. Yeah. Like and just... Hacky slashy. Says again... She she does the battle cry of what yeah. is it Earth Wind and Ruby. Fire? Yeah. <laughs> and fire water. That's what? yours. Shoot. Everyone's got their own take. You know, elements, magic, it's all Sonohane. And she and then she ends it with fuck you in Hegean and she takes an aim at his head with her head hammer. Slasher. Yeah, with so, her meat meat grinder. Yeah. So you're aiming at his head. Yep. Specifically. Aiming at his head specifically. Alright, um... His jaw, mostly. Because she doesn't want to hit his horns. Well, it, it takes a certain amount of, of um, finesse to aim at the head specifically. Just because it's pretty small. Do you, do you want to do dex, or do you want to just go for the whole bite? I'll give you, like, a plus one to your damage if you hit him in the head. She's not a damage. She'd... Okay, so, I mean, she might try and aim for the head, but... Again, she's not very, like, she, her dex is zero. She's pretty good at that, but she's more brute so, like, over anything. Strength. I mean, you can definitely break some bones and do some serious so, damage with you're your You're not hammer. going for, like, a finesse shot. You're not trying to make a statement No, like she's this. angry. Like, she's very gotcha. angry. She's, she's too she's angry, angry to aim. a puddle of snot. And also, I mean, it's not a she'd nice be better at hand-to-hand combat, but she's just, mm-hmm. you know. And you it's said a you're... fucking giant hammer. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably going to hit him and then some. So I roll two, correct? Yep. That's not very good. Five, so six, six plus. So it's an eight with strength. Oh no, you you definitely hit him, but you, your hammer has so much momentum though that when you swing him and you hit him hard, you're kind of spun around and now you're facing like opposite him, and you hear this like horrible crunching noise, and it's it's a messy weapon. Is that what you said? What kind of weapon is it? Well, it's um, messy it's, it's and a, something else. You described it's a, it as it's a um giant hammer, messy and forceful with okay. serrated image. Oh, it's got plus one damage to it because oh, it's serrated well, edges. Don't forget the serrated edges. Oh, because edges. you get to customize it okay. as part of your. So yeah. imagine oh. what it's what really it's like to be hit with. Spikes, but I, thought that would just be too I don't much. Know, like eighty pounds of force, serrated. Rough kind of meat grinder like side of this thing. It, it hits him and it hits him hard. How hard does it hit him? Well, it hit him for a power of nine. Oh my god! Oh, so oh but that, yeah. So that beat. nine you is the, oh. damage. That means you deal your damage, but he also makes and that's an attack one. against you. As a ten, d ten, right? Hmm? No, no, no. D ten is uh, your damage. Oh right. Yeah. Where did I put it? So what are you saying about ten? Ooh. Oh, nice. Ten! Oh, man. Well, because she rolled a nine, it says you deal your damage to the enemy, and the enemy makes attack against you. That's um, the whole point of a... Well, you know, you can't on account of being dead. So, you know, yeah, she, she spins around. She did and, say leave. And, you know, he, he was probably in the middle of, like, aiming. He was definitely aiming at you. But you're, you know, only... You're ten feet away. You have, you have reach. 
and it just comes out of nowhere, and it, it's gross. It's real gross. It's like, you know, there's a little bit of crunch and a bit of swish. Oh, man, and you hear this kind of <laughs> as the body sort of lands in this pile of crumpled bones, and, you know. The, she had strong arms. It'll take a, a long time for him to be put back together and recognized by his loved ones, <laughs> if they ever find the body. And now here you are. Freshly, <laughs> freshly electrocuted. The room is faintly lit with the beautiful moonlight uh, glistening softly along the blood-spattered remains of what was once a giant monster man about Are you get. getting a sense of her defending you at all at this point? Like, she's maybe taking some... Yeah, I maybe mean, some obvious action. stepped in the point. way. She stepped in the way. I mean, he's... he's starting to sense the friend and fill aspect of this thing, encounter. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, clearly she stood in defense of him, and this, and the thing did try to shoot at him, so, or at least aimed a gun at him, and, uh, I mean, he's just gonna scramble over and get that gun, since that has been his his objective the whole time, and he's having trouble getting Yeah, there's definitely a gun laying down there on the ground. But, like, but he looks, he looks to, uh, he, he looks to the, to... The blue lady with the reddish hair. Isn't she green? Uh, green. And green oh yeah, it green says and green, green and short. So greenish. That's this, why I wrote down, so I wouldn't forget. This green, uh, this green and fairly short alien creature, and like he's like a little hesitant and like scrambles over and like he puts his hand out to the gun, but he doesn't want to get hammered in the face because he picked <laughs> up this weapon, and so he Gone just bad. like. He, like, looks up and, like, reaches for the gun, but, like, not all the way, and is is being, like... Importunate. Can I take this? I'd like one. And so she looks down at him, and she she doesn't fully raise it, but she's definitely, like, hoisting in that, if like, he, if stay gonna, off if my lawn thing. And yeah. she, she flutters her wings in, like, friendship, and says to him in no hain, <laughs> You're pink and squishy, stay behind me. Which sounds sort of like an angry Hawaiian screaming at you. <laughs> you're getting, but does, you're getting so like, does she make a move to like go out the door then? No, she looks at him because she's not sure. Because I mean, whatever. Like he's not he's not Hedgian, but that doesn't mean that he's he's good. She doesn't really actually yeah, know yeah, what yeah. he is. He seems sort of like a doofus because he electrocuted himself. So it's not really you got protected for him himself. Yeah. So he like basically he like he reaches out and he realizes that there's like some sort of communication trying to happen here but he's not sure so he goes and he like he puts his hand on the gun and like lifts it up but like and then he like points hey, it out th- what I'll give you an intelligence roll to understand her ah, nice like totally oh okay all right to to understand it you're Good. trying glad... to discern realities in a way so I'm glad you... yes that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to understand what she's saying that makes yeah. sense um oh yeah it's pretty yeah easy. Uh, I got the 10. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you totally understand her. All right. Like, like it kind of all clicks in your mind. He's the motions of the of the wings and the way she's kind of gesturing and, and like, just like the set of her shoulders, songs. you can yeah. tell it's like not. You get I'm it. Gonna bash your head in. Yeah, it's like it's like it, not instinctual. Yeah, it's a, like this, slightly instinctual thing. He's just like, and he just picks it up. And, and you then, know, even because you got a ten, I'm gonna say you can kind of communicate back a little bit if you understand kind of what she's doing. You can kind of 
give a rough approximation of understanding such that you can give a little bit of communication back. He like says, a, a very rough concept. He says, you know, he's basically being like, like one word. I'm staying with you. So one word. Following? Following. Alright. Yes. So you kind of get this vibe from him that, oh, he's, he's, uh, he's got it. And then you hear this kind of like crunch, crunch outside as like these two hedgians are like hitting the dust. And uh, you've got one left. Yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah, he grabs the the black powder and the and the you know the, the I'm sure he's like a pouch, gooey powder, the pouch of uh, of you know I'm what a- he needs to reload it because it's a flintlock pistol. It's heavy. So, yeah, it's heavy. They don't seem to have a problem with it, but you know. Yeah, it's it's like you, feel, you feel Hefty. the weight. It's, it's a like big flintlock pistol. Like bigger flintlock pistol. It's a little clumsy. You hold in it hands. more like a shotgun. Awesome. Wait, that big? Pretty big. Like this big? No, like a little. Like a shot. sawed-off shotgun. Like sawed-off shotgun. Yeah. Okay. Kind of think of yeah. Like, 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 like the shotgun, Hellboy the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a giant big gun. gun. Yeah, like a sawed-off. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So it's heavy. It's almost heavy, but you can definitely it's carry heavy. it. He just and he just like, you wouldn't want to, like carry it above clips, your head for a long time. He clips time. the ammo and powder um, like pouch onto his tool belt, of which has Grab many sorts of things. No, that's all he's got. I mean, just asking you. No. Okay. I don't know what else there is. Well, you. If you're looking for something specific. Well, you no, could have right. with, like, a tools, like, a continue carrying that spanner. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's still got his, like, tool belt on. He's got he's got a flashlight and a whole set of tools and all sorts of stuff there. It's just uh, nothing it's been, uh, that he's felt would be wise to use so far. All right. Oh, shine a light in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I mean, you're hack out and here. Slash. There's, there's this, he's hacking and slashing right back. You guys are yeah. just trading blows, so go ahead. I like my odds, given that your friend's already super dead. <laughs> Four, five, six. Hmm, not made, so much. No, no, fail. Yeah, so you, you come in and you leave him wide open, and he just takes his saber and goes <laughs> right up your carapace. Oh my god, I got carapace. So uh, that's a d6. That's a d10. I don't need right. these anymore, right? Because I killed what, that dude. What? Yeah. Roll did you get originally? Unless you're still I defending them, you can use that against plus, anyone. Oh, I assume plus two since I'm hacking and slashing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right, yeah, yeah. So you got a six yeah. total? I got a one, I think. That's a one. Two zeros would be a ten. Yeah, yeah. So he he makes a nice slash, but again, it's against your carapace, so yeah. not terribly. Oh, I have a carapace of average Nohaney strength, which is to say rather rather thick. Rather thick. So rather it, it, it kind of... Against yeah. that, he looks really frustrated. Yeah. he thought he had you. He did. He did, and he uh, he definitely like he leaves a little bit of a of a of a of a, of a mark in the carapace, one that won't be buffed out quite easily. <laughs> but using some of the uh, very fine process. sands of our bathhouses, yeah, well, we will know. You guys we'll are standing over a corpse with a door open, and you can clearly see uh, Yildo is bing bing bing. You also see this um, other light kind of in the distance there. Clearly, Hedgian make. I mean, it's it's yeah. kind of undeniable. So, she again looks at the pink squishy gerbil man and says, "Behind," and points like at her back and starts and hefts that up into a battle position and starts running at full speed. Like he's piggybacking on you? <laughs> no, 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 no. She just wants him okay. to stay behind. Right. No piggyback. Got it. That would be you no, 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 no. to piggyback? They're not no, friends no, no. like that. Do that. He's not doing that. He's not... No, no, no. <laughs> she wouldn't do that. Um, and then, so she runs out the door towards, um, you know, screaming 
towards Yoldo, yes. hoping these fucking flankers are ever going to join the party. Well, <laughs> or maybe there's they're There's a reason why they're not, there's how, a reason why they're not part of this threesome. Them. Later on, we're Ireland. getting inducted as, like, adults in the society. Okay, give me a second. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, well, have they, they I have a way. back to alert people. Uh, da-da-da-da-da. Skills. They would probably be Why in the warrior they? class, so 37. Why they did not have opportunity to slay a few. Don't worry, man. I guess you saw the light and saw a bunch yeah, more. Two. I think they build hatred for everything that they stand for. Okay, it's while you. Man, here, listen to this. Listen to this. This matters to you. When you deal damage while a warrior aids you, you add their skill to the damage done. Cool. So if you attack. If your attack results in consequences, like a counterattack, they uh, will take the brunt of it. So I'll give you that. So they're meat shields. Nice. They're basically meat shields. They're eaters. So there you go. There you have some guys with you. They're warriors, and so they're useful in that way. Yeah. I don't know what their skill. Their skill is probably strength. I want to say or something. It doesn't have It'll it be right there. In the highlight section. Uh, one or more of these skills. Oh, okay. So these are the skills. Weird. That oh, is this, the skill. This is yeah. the skill. Gotcha. Add their skill to the damage done. Cool. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, check it out. Anyway, I want to give you that. So the, I know that there's a mechanic for that. I just don't. I haven't looked into that because I didn't think you'd be bringing guys. Well, I brought but they, guys. But then you did. I don't you roll brought solo. guys. You don't roll solo. That's cool. Dude, Tamarn tribe, deep, three deep. Three deep. Well, four deep now, and then four like, deep. One, half. I just was exercising. Good you just exercising in the woods, and now look at you, I know, covered seriously. in gore, totally yeah. covered. Got the exercise you wanted. That's the exercise yeah. you really Yeah, I mean, wanted. it's a messy weapon. Otherwise, I would say, you know, maybe the blood missed you, but, like, there's definitely You don't come with the exercise with a huge warhammer, and then, like, be ha, like, oh, ha, darn. Ha. <laughs> it's ornate. It yeah. is ornate. It's so. beautiful. Just do my workout, and I don't know what happened to his head. Like, whatever. <laughs> First it was there, then it was everywhere. Like, <laughs> things happen. All right, so... Yeah, it's just one skill yeah. in a warrior. This, this guy and you have been trading blows for a while. Yeah, finally my, with, with little my entourage progress. shows up, though. Now there are three of you. Maybe with three of you, yeah, something and will get done. Yeah, basically, I my my uh, my war cries have uh, have summoned my other uh, Tamarn warriors to the to the conflict, and uh, yeah, with without any any other uh, signal but like like a little bit of a of a wing. Uh, Twitter indicating a formation. Okay. Being Yolo, Yoldo goes high as these guys go low, and so ha. roll ha. hack and slash. Yeah. Damn it. Man. Not today. A shot rings out as you're um, as you're attacking this guy. Yeah. And um, someone's shooting at you from pretty far away, from the way actually exactly where that light is. Oh wow! Located, yeah. Located. You see the kind of the flash of a muzzle. Okay. And it just. Goes for you. Uh, roll your damage. Okay. D10 again? Yep. D10. Three. Three damage? I have three armor. I don't know. Nothing happens. Yeah. Another. Bing! Bing! Graze on the old Someone else is shooting chrome you. bumper. And uh, I realize that it's about to get real. Yeah. And you. Er. I mean, and that's a, that's a heavy piece of metal that just hit you. Yeah. So you're kind of like taken back a little bit, and that shield of yours kind of oh, yeah. actually fizzles out. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that shot. No, totally, yeah, it definitely interrupts the uh, the concentration. It takes a bit of concentration, and the the scout guy, the guy with the saber, is looking 
just as good as you are, really. I mean, yeah, uh, totally. You, you haven't hit him. No, I haven't. He's uh, we've got him surrounded. I think I'm going to. And he's like, he's coming in again, and this time he is swinging hard. Then. And these guys are all here, so you guys wanna? I'm gonna try to like go down. I'm gonna try to actually like as the thing hits me. I'm just gonna like try to fall fall you down with it and. I tell that, or, or uh, hope that like my guys behind will just push him over me and trip him. I'm trying to do like a whatever, a knock him down move. All right, so that's kind of a. As he comes at me, I'm gonna try to so use his force. So you gotta push him. Well, no, I'm I'm falling down. I'm ha- I'm hoping my 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 guys behind him push him over. So oh, right. I'm gonna so yell at them to say something. He clearly leaves an opening for you guys. You just shoot. You shoot at him. Yeah, he's, he's shoot at hoping him. like he he was. I, he fall had down. His pistol like ready, and he you can easily tell the difference between these two creatures here, and they seem it's to be fighting each other. He's miss, no. got he's pretty confident that he knows which things to shoot at um, <laughs> in this uh, thing here. So he do you but, take like, time to aim, or is this kind of just like a? I mean, yeah, you know, he, he's he's immediately went out the door, and he was like, look, he's like, or he's holding it more like a sawed off, and he's and he's looking, but like he was engaged like in combat with this maybe. other guy, yeah. but then he like dropped, creating this opening, and he was like, and then he took the shot, uh, took a shot right then. All right, so that's a volley, volley, yeah. Nice. Um, Six. And so I that was with my dex. That is a uh, a total of a seven. Yes. So, so I get to choose well. one. And it's either to I have to move to get the shot, placing me in danger of the GM's choice, or I can take what I can get, so it's minus one d six damage, or I have to take several shots, reducing my ammo by one, which may not um, apply in this situation. So I'll just go and um, I'll do it the fun thing, which is I have to move to get the shot, placing me in danger. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> He's not so confident. So okay. <laughs> I do D6, and then it's going to be minus D6. So, so that's your... Uh, I deal two, and it's minus one. Yes, I still deal a damage. Hey. Uh, well, you know, unfortunately... First time you ever shot a weapon like this. So, so yeah, you, you see... Ever. <laughs> well, what happens is you, you shoot, and it's, it's it flies true, but this guy's got some armor on him. And it kind of, you know, it hits him, and it, it grazes him, and there's like this little, maybe bloodline, but it's... It's nothing it still more feels than a bruise. He hears the blast of the of the black powder, which is like it was like weirdly loud, but it's Incredible more like a pop kick. instead of a bang. It's got this huge kick. Well, I actually, okay, has incredible kick, and you, you can control it. You're, um, yeah, and but but it's like he feels even in his hands, like he whatever he shot, you know, he shot plenty of guns at the range and such and it's like he's from the midwest it's <laughs> weird that it uh he fires and he's like man this this the shitty gun yeah. <laughs> he's he, like i really should have kept he trying to get into that he immediately <laughs> comes up with like eight ways to make this gun better yeah he didn't realize like when giving up on the security office and going for the flintlock pistol like just how <laughs> how uh, much of a you like, know, just how not reduction. as good at it, it is. And yeah. he's like, God damn it. You traded down pretty pretty sharply. Pretty dramatically. Yeah. Do, you, do your shoulders slump and like defeat her? Are you just kind of like pissed off? Yeah, he's just, it just it's goes blam! And then he's like, God dang. Do you he's even like, see through the cloud of smoke? Uh, what he's, he's like, cool, I'm concealed now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Had you gotten a little bit closer and maybe aligned yourself a little more carefully, who knows? What could have happened, but yeah, he and the, he continues to ignore you because honestly, you're you're kind of meh yeah. to him. And uh, 
now you see, because you're you're maybe a little further back than these two, which are now kind of engaged, um, a Hedgian larger than the first two, three that were out. This guy's clearly got a little bit fancier armor on, and he's got a nicer gun. Oh. And he's also holding up this lantern like he's been you know, following the sounds of this for a while. And as he sees you guys, he just throws the lantern to the side, which creates this little, like, trail of fire, and raises this fairly large, fairly intimidating-looking gun. It's very similar to the flintlock pistol, but it's like if you took that concept and rifled it. And he's aiming at you. Alright. And so, she continues to charge at him. Um, But as she's drawing closer, she's screaming... Turn back, we're defending. Turn back, turn back. She and he replies. You said and in and Hedgian, this is in Hedgian. in Hedgian. He replies. She's hoping she's far enough away from Yoldo that he doesn't hear. But you know, <laughs> Yoldo's yells involved in something. He he replies. There's nothing for wise. you to defend. I don't see anything of yours here. You turn back, and he raises his gun at you. This is our fucking property, right? Well, that's what he says. All right, so maybe it's more contested. We're not gonna, uh, we're not gonna argue, argue the point. And he says it very calmly, like he one one of his guys is on the ground. Who knows what happened to the other guy in there? He sees you covered in blood. Yeah, that's that's very true. And okay, so discerning uh, reality is gonna be shit for me because apparently I have no wisdom. So I guess I can't really look shot. out for things that oh, are wisdom is your worst. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you could so. get lucky. Yeah, so, um, really, all she's really gonna be able to do is just hit the shit out of him. I mean, what else is she gonna do? that's all you need to do. Yeah. You gonna hit him with your hammer? I'm gonna hit him with the hammer. Just, I'm just going for maximum danger. Damage. Alright. Oh, God. Alright, so it's an eight. I'm the queen of eights today. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you you totally fly at him and and you do some damage for sure. Cool. Go ahead and roll. Eight. eight. I told you eight. Yeah. You, you got an extra plus one eight, too, right? Eight, oh yeah, yeah, nine because I am hitting nine. him with the serrated edges. That's right. Yeah, because you get the extra. And then what does the other two properties do? Uh, well, messy means there's lots of gooey. Reach helps me because it's long. Gotcha. Huge. Ornate, I think, is just flavor. Huge, messy, and what's forceful. Yeah, voice forceful. Yeah, so what's forceful do? But they're all in the uh, book. I will get the book out. Luckily, this thing is super easy to navigate. Yeah, is it just Forceful, packs. when used as a weapon, it can knock someone backwards or even off their feet. Can. Um, it would. It would. Um... You kind of go with him, though, if you want to do that. If you want to really, like, throw that all in, you can knock him off his feet, but you're going to be on the ground with him. Well, what's my other option? Hitting him, but he's just off balance? Yeah. But you're also, you know, standing. She's going to knock him off balance because she has enough discipline to know that that's just not good. And also, mm-hmm. hit a lantern, there might be more coming. So. Maybe. So does he make an attack against her? He does. Because kind of, she rolled a seven As nine. he's falling, and she's kind of, like, right there. So it's, like, point blank, so it's not going to be, you know, maybe as effective. So roll a d6. Me? Yep. Oh. Alright, so you have some... That's the damage. You have some two. armor. I think you have two. Two. So two for you. 
So he he shoots you for sure, but Shit. it's not a deadly shot. It's kind of a yeah, another one of those stitch it and it'll heal fine kind of deals. And he curses. He's got like you know a grumbly sort of dark voice. And he's not on the ground. He's off balance a little bit, which is partially accounting for the lesser damage. Ah, uh, so you're there with him. You guys are still kind of tussling with this saber-wielding guy. She's, you know, fighting back this guy with a fancy gun that hasn't done anything very particular, but he definitely looks a little burlier. Let's get after this guy. Yeah? You're gonna leave the saber guy alone? No, screw that. I'm gonna kill the saber guy. Alright. God, if I was able to, I would so declare this guy. He has not had anything enemy. bad happen to him yet, so... Yeah, well... Unfortunately, he's decided to wait for that to happen. Yeah, well, he's, guy been, been, he's been trying yeah. to kill you, and your your stupid armor is yeah. making it hard for him. That should be a nine. Nine oh, damage. Yeah. So, or yeah. nine. You deal damage. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Let's do him. Do your damage. Got a four. So, uh, I uh, duck under one of his blows and just uh, stab my, uh, my, my spike, which I'm holding with two hands now. Down through his uh, his foot. Alright. And uh, okay. yeah. Yeah, you do it. Um, your damage. Oh, you do, do I get a bonus from my other dudes too? You said um, I, I yeah. Get... Tell me about. That. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I don't know what the mechanics are, but I definitely you get one extra. Or, or, I think it's like one extra. Or yeah. one extra for each of them. Yeah, so you can have plus two. Sure. Okay, so I I, I, uh, I stab this guy in, in the foot, kind of like immobilizing him uh, sli- uh, for for just a second, and they come up, and they have. <coughs> They have a much kind of uh, well. They they actually have a similar kind of like, uh, I guess spears. No, how am I thinking of like a very rudimentarily crafted uh, spearheads? Yeah, on the end of kind of a simple kind of bamboo like uh, pole, and they they kind of start kind of stabbing in at, at the back of the the hedge and kind of reaching up because he's so tall yeah. and end up kind of putting some scratches on on his on his back and. Hedging blood starts to drip sure. down what's, the. What's uh, the damage? Uh, so six damage total. Six damage total. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's still kicking. Yeah. Oh, he's for sure. He is. Well, he has um, to attack me. And you you jam that through like through his calf or something. It's like yeah. a really like thick meaty part, and they're kind of stabbing up, yeah. you know, into <laughs> into those bits. But you you're so intense with this that when you stab all the way through, you stab into the ground. Yeah. So hard that you're. Your weapon kind of going, 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 going oh, sticks gotcha. into something. So you gotta take either some time to pull that out yeah. before you do anything else, or you can release it and go for another weapon if you have one. Right, right. But you know, it's it's stuck there, and you gotta you gotta get out of there because you're you're totally yeah, yeah. opening yourself up. And he counterattacks. So yeah, so the, the, the D10, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, three again. So three, and he does nothing. He he thinks, yeah, I got him. <laughs> again, clink, yeah. nothing happens. So what does he have? He's got a, yeah, yeah, that's right. He has a scimitar, right? So he just can't bend his legs, so it's kind of just like an it's arm like strength a one. Sort of deal. Can't get through. Maybe I'm th- starting to think my uh, my hide's a little thicker than average. But only <laughs> yeah. slightly. I'm still um, well within the realm of what is average for Nohane. So, you yeah. got You have a pretty clear shot. Yeah, Bishop, uh, you know, Bishop, he fired that first shot. They're fighting. He's like, I don't exactly know how flintlock pistol works, but I'm going to assume he has to load the black powder it's, back in. It's, it's like simpler than you might think, even. He has to, I, yeah, well, that's how, um, 
That's how Sam was describing it in the Thursday game. So that's now what these flintlock pistols do. It's there you manual, go. like charge charges another shot in, and uh, and he just takes aim and he's like, and he sees the weapon stuck in the ground. They're also like triple teaming this guy, yeah. right? And uh, so it takes him a moment to take a shot, and this time he's ready. This time he's ready for the uh, the effect of Which the Which one are you um, aiming at? The Pat? guy that we're fighting. Okay. The guy yeah, that's being yeah. triple teamed. All right, go ahead. Yeah, trying to. I mean, she ran off, which she was, she was standing behind. Me. She like that. charged past this other dude, and he's like, he doesn't really want to cross. Like, he doesn't want to get in between two of these. Things. You like your odds with the four You're on one. You're still technically behind. Can I see yes. your weapon? He does like the odds yes. with the four on one better than the charging uh, to the guy with the bigger gun. Yeah, shooting a four on one is. Is uh, easy grounds for a misfire Eight. though. <laughs> that is uh, that is nine with nine. his uh, dexterity. Right, yeah. Nice. So go again, ahead. I have to choose Guilty. to do one of the things. I'm just going to go two. ahead and he's going to move to get a shot, placing me in danger of the GM's choice because I don't want uh, to do one damage again. Yeah. So um, so he's moving in a dangerous position. Say. So he has to like it's. I mean, I guess you'll tell me where he has to move to, but he can't get a clean shot, so he has to kind of reorient. Yeah. And does five damage. Nice. nice. Good roll. He dead. Like, so dead. <laughs> like, Good job. Know. Your first kill in your alien world, then. asshole. All right. You tell me how you kill him. Um, well, yeah, you tell me how, what, what, what danger, or is that later? You're in danger. That, I'll tell you later. Okay, so well, you're later. exposed. Um, all right, so yeah, so he... Uh, he takes careful aim, and let's see, there they, they got the horns and the... Yeah, he he's he's not the most amazing shot, so he's going for center of mass. And he's like... Uh, so he just sees it, he watches them like maneuver all around, and he's waiting He's waiting to get the shot, because he knows, especially with a gun that takes this long to reload, he's got to make every shot count. He has to shoot smart, and uh, he's not going to like try to go for a head that's maneuvering around in combat, and so he's just waiting and waiting. He's hoping... That they've got a heart in the same general location <laughs> as it is on a human, and uh, and it's right when it's right when uh, uh, Yoldo like gets his weapon stuck in the ground. That's when uh, the Hegian that he's fighting like he hesitates for just a moment because he's trying to like line up a shot to take advantage of that, and that's when it causes the Hegian to actually hesitate for a moment as he's lining up the shot, and that's when he just gets it right through the chest and just. <laughs> Falls back. Blood blooms. It was just like he right, maybe yeah. was wasn't exactly on target where he meant to shoot, but it turned out that that was where you need to shoot a Hegian, yeah. and it's just like yeah, just blood splurting out instantly. Oh, Whatever yeah. was in the torso, down. it was important. Po- point of note: red blood. Red blood. Red. Just to know. And the speaking good. of you know wet you know puddles of things, um, you you definitely feel that your your boots have gotten. Like sodden, not with blood. Yeah, and maybe you look down, maybe you don't. But oh, he's looking down. He's looking down, and there's like this, this like really dark, viscous black goo, kind of puddling around your legs, and you kind of notice that it's kind of snaking a little bit from where Yoldo has spiked deeply into the earth. So the ground here is kind of getting a little mushy, and then you kind of smell that. It's almost like a tar smell, kind of a viscous, sort of earthy smell. You can discern reality if you want to know what it is. Uh, right now, just in reality. I'll tell you now. It's, I'll tell you now. It's dangerous. So you want me to roll discern realities? Only if you want to. 
Well, yeah, I want to. I just don't do know when I can. Ooh, yeah, so anytime. Anytime. Interrupt It's like me. whoever the GM's engaging, that's what, the, yeah. that's what we're doing right now. Uh, I rolled a double sixes. Ask me what you like. Good. Um, what's, uh, 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 what? I think you get an experience point for double sixes, by the way. Oh, nice. Do you? Yeah. Um, what is about to happen? Okay. What's puddling around your legs right now is oil. Very natural oil field that our dear friend Yildo has now punctured. Black and gold! Texas if, and, and if you'll recall, uh, someone has recently thrown a, uh, a fiery lantern, which is yeah. now kind of snaking kind of close to that puddle. And what's about to happen is You're about to be that puddle wheel. is about to be conflagrated, and you are going to catch on fire if you don't do something. What here is useful or valuable to me? Well, there are some some like granite rocks that are kind of outcroppings in this area. Those could be useful to maybe jump upon to protect yourself from the fire. And what should I be on the lookout for? Hmm, you mean aside from the puddles of soon-to-be flaming oil? I get a different answer. Well, you should be on the lookout for the last guy with his gun. That's really it. The last guy with his gun. That's the last my guy. person who's alive. That oh, guy. that guy. You the guy with really the rifle. Yeah, that's it. All right. What do you do with this information? Well, I'm gonna try to. So I need to get this oil off me. Um, he's going to. Um, he needs to. He needs to figure out how to uh, 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 prevent this when it catches on fire from spreading up onto his legs. So he's going to... Um, you could take off your pants and boots. Yeah, he's just going to take, like, he's got, he's got you know, like, multi-tools, right, on his on his belt. So he just grabs something with a, uh, with a sharp blade, like some sort of, um, you know, like like emergency cutter, you know? Box got, cutter. Like a, like a, or like a box cutter, right? He just quickly just slices uh, slices the um, uh, the pant legs off of his pants because he figures that's going to be the fastest way to get this oil-covered thing. He's just going to leave his boots and the bottom of his pants behind and then just, like, step out of them, uh, step out of them to, to leave the oil behind. So you're about here. Through the, through the course of this battle, you guys have kind of moved over here, so you're here and you're here. Yeah. And this puddle is looking something like... So can I roll, do I roll Defy, De- De- Defy Danger by Quick Thinking? Sure. That sounds right to me. Six, Got seven, it. Uh, nine. A nine. So yeah, you are now shoeless, and you have some nice capri pants on now. So what's my worst outcome? Worst outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice? Because well, that's what it says I get if I get a seven worst, to nine. Worst outcome. Worst outcome than what you wanted. Yeah, what? it says on a seven to nine when you defy danger, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. Maybe you got a little black foot. So you get a worse outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice. So he leaps out, but he's still got some oil on him. Yeah, I think that's fair. You you've still kind of got your socks on. You've been you've been a bit hasty in your actions, although it's a good idea, and you definitely aren't gonna like totally catch on fire. But you definitely got still a little oil on you, so that could cause maybe a nasty burn later. Oh, okay. So you're here, you're here, fire here, and this little trail of fire is kind of headed this way from the lantern that was thrown here. And there's a fight going on right there. 
Cool. Nice and clear. Clear as mud. Alright, so yeah, and that fire definitely is heading that direction. Are you aware of the time? Yeah, it's like the time, right? It's past, yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure you know so that you're... Okay, are we good? ...driving towards a stopping point. Yeah, don't worry. Okay. Alright. So, yeah, this guy, this guy that you've been attacking is clearly... He's hurting, even though, you know, you only hit him once, but it's... It's a good swing. It's, it was a good swing, yeah. He's got, like, some left. So she is going to continue to okay. so wail on him. Are you backing up, then? Uh, she would, but she's also standing her ground, because she did know that she had to stop her swing. She takes, like, a step back and, like, mm-hmm. plants her feet to make sure that she can swing. And she is also going for center of mass, but right. she's doing it with all her force because it's like someone swinging a baseball bat except it's a heavy, messy, bloody, serrated hammer. All right. Five... That's damage, right? Five... Six, seven. All right, so seven, so deal damage. All right. Uh, six. Six plus one. That, that was, was that was, that was plus one. Three. All right. He's still kicking. He's still uh, kicking, and he counterattacks. All right. Boom! Come in there. Roll a d10. Ten. Ooh, oh wow! That's the most. Yeah. So a yeah, you're, roll. you're you're you hit Max. Your attack, you know, you you hit him, and and it, it definitely you hear this crunch sound. You've broken a rib. Oh. And. But he, like, he closes the distance between you in that moment when you're kind of moving forward with your with your amazing momentum throw, and he just comes in there and just right up, like, under under here, like, it really digs with his, uh, little dagger he's got. Alright. So what does that do in terms of damage? Do I roll that, too? That is the damage. Oh. Hey. Well, I'm gonna be in the hospital for a while. You might be, Yeah. <laughs> But don't forget your your um, armor. Oh, that's right. Eight. So my armor was two, so I guess that's only an eight. So what, what's your HP at? I don't think I ever calculated it. Well, she lives forever because she can never die. What would it it's be? All, it's right here. It's, it's plus a certain 10, number of plus 13 plus 10. So you have 23. So. Yeah, so 23. 23. So, so it you is, yeah, so it's 13 right now. So you guys hear this, you know, I don't know. Do you make a noise? When you get damaged, or are you just kind of stoic about it? Well, no, I definitely make a noise, okay. and I, I noise. scream in pain and scream in no pain. Reinforce, reinforce, help me. Because, Jesus you, you Christ, I don't this, want to die. Yeah. You hear the scream, and, and you also see flame erupt as yeah. as the as this like streak along here, the battlefield. You're out of that puddle, so good for that. So I'm like 15. Yeah, yeah. Where's Bishop? But you're also very flammable. So Bishop he's, like 15. he's kind of scuttled off to the side here. <laughs> you know? So so I stand okay. up and I see that Flame everywhere. Uh, that Nahala is fighting another huge Hegean with a gun. And I only assume that she has in her battle caused one Hegean to shoot the other Hegean. <laughs> and so I am uh, I'm I'm satisfied with this and continue my my war cry. I stand up and without any kind of sort of Hesitation or condescension, just take the spear from one of the, uh, one of the, my, my, whatever, kind of supporting warriors. Who have not been terribly useful. Well, I am, You're going to do I much am, better it's not this. like I'm confident or I think, but I, I know that I will do better with the weapon rather than spending time getting my sword out. And so I just take that from him 
and kind of turn and like y- yell a charge, uh, you know, whatever, kind of an inspirational charge and run towards the other, uh, uh, whatever, the, the last Hedgian, expecting them to Hedgian. follow and kind of attack oh, with Oh, yeah, May. they do. What do you do? Are you also kind of participating in this charge? Yeah, I mean, he's gonna, um... Through the flame? He's gonna take a moment to, like, fix that, and then he's, like, moving over. He knows... Maybe he's not aware that he got the uh, oil on his on his feet, but he's um, yeah he's running over because he hears her uh, he hears her scream out and so he's like loading, he's loading in another thing. loading in another shot and then okay. taking aim and, waiting for an opening. And you've been hit really hard and you're kind of you know you're hurting. Yeah. Are you gonna run away or are you gonna finish this? You see your friends here rallying, charging forward. There are like five of you now. So, I definitely think that she would... So, who's he aiming at? Is he still mid, or is he, uh, like, He's, like, mid-stab of you, so he's got to back up and either, you know, redraw his pistol to hit one of these guys, or maybe he's going to stab you again. Yeah. Probably going to stab so you again. He, you've hit him kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like you much. So, but they look close enough that they'll probably do what... They need. I mean, I think yeah. you know what. I think you're, she... you're pretty solid. You you believe that you're gonna be okay. Can I your defend here? in this moment? Because what I would do I is try and defend to. myself. I would try and get him away and well, do damage def- to defending him. Defending yourself is kind of different from de- from pledging your defense of another person, which is what defend is yeah. kind of all about. Because I don't want to. Well, you can defend a location. It looks like. Yeah, and a location. I, you can I defend? Kind of stand your ground. Yeah, like, I want to defend my. Body. I want to yeah, yeah. defend my person, but not like before when I like I would like push him away with like yeah. the butt of my. Yeah, it's not really within the spirit of defense. You can defy you danger. You can definitely by defy danger. I want to defy danger. I think defying danger is what I want then. So, so yeah, so you do, and I'm and I'm gonna say with with these guys here, with their crew, and with your incredible defensive abilities, you yeah. guys take this guy down. Yeah, I mean, pretty handily downtown. I, I say, yeah. um, why don't you all give me one attack roll just to see who kills him? Okay. With whatever skill you like. Okay, I got it. Oh yeah. Jesus, oh, fuck you. Oh man, both of well, you since kill. I'm shooting, it, mine's, mine's a total me, of 12, the... but she beats me out, because she's got ah, she plus 2. So yeah, so you definitely, it's, it's like a 3-pronged assault here. Yeah, I, Bam, I got 11. Come, so we all broke 10. So we essentially all just like eviscerate this we guy. We <laughs> best friends forever. And, then we go and that's how they became best friends forever. <laughs> She just stabs him to death, and he finishes him off, and then he's already dead, like, falling over, and I just go, BAM! And I'm like, His head explodes. Just making sure. <laughs> just to make sure I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Who shot the Hedgehog gun? So, the battlefield is riddled with dead guys. And... They should have hedged their beds. <laughs> and, you know, kind of as you're, as you're picking through... The, the bits and bobs, you know, I mean, maybe you are, for sure, kind of looking at the various equipment. No, not whatever. at all. Nah, not. you're not. I, you're not looking at anything. aliens here. He's oh, yeah. concerned about the aliens much more than anything else at this current time. Oh, sure. And, uh, and you know, you guys are perhaps, you know, coming off of the of the high of battle, and just as you're starting to come down off of that, you see a kind of, a, like, a brilliant... I think Snowy's coming loose. Uh, yeah, it may have switched off then. Yeah, sorry guys, we'll be done soon. Don't worry, we'll we'll yell. So, you you see this kind of brilliant, kind of greenish white light, kind of light up the sky like lightning, 
but you don't hear any thunder or anything. It's just kind of this, you know, light, and then it's gone. And it's kind of coming from back of the warehouse. Mm. And you kind of all... Yeah. You don't ignore it. No, we perhaps. go over to it. Yeah, you go go to it. And you see, you see something kind of weird. Weird for you in the course of today is not really all that much more weird. But for you guys, this is also weird. You see this Nohane guy up on the roof of the factory. And what's weird about him is twofold. One, he doesn't have any winglings mm. in back at all. Now that could be maybe due to like mutilation or something, but almost unheard of. Thing number two. No hair. Also very weird for Nohain. They don't shave their heads. They don't do that. It's just not a thing. It's like way taboo. Right. It's like a little more alive. And then thing three, which to you guys stands out again, but maybe not so much to him because he doesn't Nothing's have a culture. Out to me. Yeah, well, and you everything. Know, everything stands out to you, but so much that there's no way to discern it all. Yeah. You're absorbing everything. And there's this and this Nohain is holding up this kind of like rectangular contraption. It looks kinda like a rectangular box with like maybe like this kind of red slit in it, and he's bringing it up, and he's totally ignoring you guys. And he brings it up and then points it at, you know, the kind of crumpled up part of the factory, and poof, that big light, almost blinding, you know, because you're looking right at him. We do. I, I, I tell him... You call up? I, no, no, I tell him. <laughs> I can actually, I am the law, is, a, is an aspect of my paladin-ness. And so I, uh, I tell him, I say... I say, come down here and explain who you are. So, I can roll, right? Go ahead. Where is it? Jeez. Uh, yeah. So, I got a nine. Nine? Alright. So, right. seven plus, they have to do what I say, back away cautiously, or attack me. He backs away cautiously. You know, you see him, and he's like... And then flee. <laughs> and, look, and looks a little bit startled. Yeah. And then just as he backs away, he pauses for a second. He raises up his... His goggles thingies, you know, at you, mm-hmm. and then flash—you're all blinded. Ugh. You know, sparkly, sparkly sparkles occur, and then by the time you kind of clear that off, he's totally gone. <laughs> Just weird. straight up gone. Weird. And then you're left with this weird pink fellow. Yeah. My friend, the pink gerbil. And then here you are. You know, been staring into the fire for quite a while, mumbling to each other about this event. And Fade looks and she nods and says, Yes, I believe you are already. For dramatic pause, the trial of Evalon. Yes, we are ready. Yes, we're ready for the trial of Evalon. See? Done. Good. Yeah. Awesome. You didn't say my signature phrase, so I wasn't sure. And I say I will continue next week. Oh, and 100% we'll con- and we'll of continue our next week. <laughs> I wouldn't have known Thursday that. Thursday night. Wednesday. It's Wednesday.